What you call hell, he calls home. I'm Derek. I'm Whitney. I'm Jack. And this is Bad Movies, Worst Worst People. Welcome back to our Rambo-thon. Woo! Last week we covered First Blood, which was a good movie. Don't yell at me. <laughs> <laughs> this week we get to talk about Rambo colon First Blood Part 2. Part 2. The stupidest namings <laughs> ever. So, I mean, do you want to go through like the whole five real quick and what yeah, they're named? Yeah, so real quick, I guess I read Stallone. It was supposed to just be First Blood Part 2. Stallone wanted to tra- change it to Rambo so it could be like Rocky where it's named after the titular character. Sure. And then it's also easier for naming conventions going forward, supposedly, but they didn't stick to that because we've got First Blood, Rambo, colon, First Blood Part 2, Rambo 3, Rambo, and then Rambo Last Blood. Yep. Or is, it's it, like, just, or is it just Last Blood? No, it's it's, it's Rambo, Rambo Last, Last Blood. Blood almost pop, because that's, okay. like you said, he, Rambo, he's yeah. rocking it out yeah. now. It's insane. It's the stupidest naming since Microsoft <laughs> made game systems. <laughs> there is a, another podcast I listened to, and one of the guys said he was going to introduce legislation <laughs> if he was elected, <laughs> where you have to put numbers in your movies, yeah. in your sequels. Yeah. He, I think he was specifically referring to Transformers, because he's like, I don't know if this is number four or five. Just as dumb. I don't know. Just yeah. as dumb. I mean, Fast and Furious did it right. Kind no, of. they except, really not. Except this last one. No, well, they... they they, they hide the them. numbers in them, though, because you have, like, Fast... So, okay, fa- The Fast and The Furious. That's the first? Too Fast, Too Furious. Sure. There you go. Fast and Furious, Tokyo Drift, no oh, three. That's right. That's a then Star Wars story. Fast and Furious. Oh. And then Fast Five, okay. And I don't know what the fuck six is called. There's the Fast Seven. There's a Fast, fast and seven. Ferocious or Fast And then fast the Fate and... of the Furious, because yeah. eight, get it? And I don't know nine, and then ten Fast X, and then we got Fast XX and Fast Triple X. And then the Fast and the Geriatric will be the final (laughs) one, where it's like they got souped up wheelchairs. Uh, Actually, the the last one, family means everything. The very last one is just Star Wars Episode Four. (laughs) (laughs) It's in space. It's Dom in the fucking Millennium Falcon. (laughs) (laughs) He just replaces himself as Han Solo. Made the castle run and uh, some amount of parsing. Michelle Rodriguez. I was like, is she chewy? No, no, no. She would be Leia because she's all drunk and she's like, I love you. (laughs) She's sober now. But then he's like, I know. I don't know why he's Rambo, but he kind of is. Yeah, he kind of is. Like, I would put money down that Vin Diesel's got these, like, uh, in memory. You know, all three Rambos. Like, those were ones he grew up like, man, look how badass this guy is. (laughs) You know what inspired me to make Triple X? Rambo 4. Sorry, just Rambo. Here's a fun fact that I was like, (laughs) sorry, just Rambo. (laughs) Here's a fun fact I'd like to say about this one. Do you know who sang the closing song? Uh, for number two, yeah, is it Frank Stallone? It is yeah, Frank Holy Stallone. Holy shit, that's awesome! The song yeah. started, and I was like, "This is a Frank Stallone song." Because there's a really cheesy song that ends number three, which we'll which get to much Frank later. Stallone. Yeah, but I thought I was like, "Is this Frank Stallone?" And I held up my phone, and as I was waiting for that result, I thought, "If it's Frank Stallone, I'm not gonna be able to take it." Well, it's even, the, the one at the, at the end of three is even called "He's Not Heavy, He's My Brother," which is about like war, I would assume, by the title. Yeah, but it's like that would have been perfect. Yep, <laughs> Frank Stallone, people. 
Yeah, give it to him. So this one, Rambo, colon, First Blood Part 2, came out in 1985, the glorious year that I was brought upon you people. Yes, <laughs> I was four. Uh, three. Uh, it's surprisingly rated R, uh, directed by George P. Cosmatos, who... Big news for everybody here. Uh oh. He's oh. directed some other movies. Ooh. One won't surprise anybody here Cobra. Okay. Stallone, right? Yeah. The other one would be Tombstone. What? Oh. Wait, now is he the director <laughs> that quit or the director that came and took over? I don't know. Because I know Kurt Russell had to come in and save that. Come in, he was there. He had to save that movie. And okay, it's known see, I didn't as his know about movie. that. So, like, yeah. I just saw under his credits Tombstone. I, I wonder like, if he's the damned. one that walked out on it. It might be. I could see. I'm sorry, uh, that was my boob. That's fine. It's an early boob. It's an early boob. Early, early nerp alert. That's new shirt. Boob bump. <laughs> Just a microphone across the boobs. Tank tops only. Oh, yeah. Um, I can dig it. He is Ooh, the- mesh. Only for the men, though. <laughs> I almost got you a mesh shirt when we were in Colorado. <laughs> Derek said he won't wear it. I would have worn like, it here. It doesn't, have, it doesn't have enough pockets. You wear it because it's so warm. <laughs> no, I'd make you guys look at what you've done. <laughs> Mental note, buy Jack a mesh shirt for his birthday. Do you You're see? You're an extra small, right? Yeah, extra small. <laughs> extra small, especially in the gut region. <laughs> well, if it's mesh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> God, it's going to look like baloney trying to get out. I was going to do hot pink. Oh, yeah, you have to. Hot pink or white. I, the, the one was white. I was Pro, like, oh, my God, this would have been perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Should have done it. Should've. This guy is the father of another director who I don't know if anybody else here know or care, but I do. Uh, Panos Cosmatos, who has directed a few things. One, I'm probably the only person who's seen, which is Beyond the Black Rainbow. Oh, he, yeah. he has a very, uh, he has a very 80s neon synth kind of vibe to his movies. The okay. other one he did was up Mandy alley. with Nick Cage. Was which Man- one? Mandy with Nick Cage. Nope. Awesome movie. Watch that. I've Nick he- Cage, Chainsaw, good stuff. I've okay. heard of it. I don't know if I've actually seen it, but Mike tells me I need to see oh, it. Oh, it's awesome. Uh, and then don't he touch directed. That dial. <laughs> yeah, he directed one of the episodes of. Um, Cabinet of Curiosities, uh, oh, Guillermo did- del Toro's like, yeah. Netflix series, the one called The Viewing, which is the one with Peter Weller. Oh, did you watch shit. any of them? No, I did not. Oh my God. If you don't watch any of them, which most of them are pretty cool, but if you don't watch any of them, watch that one. Peter Weller plays this weird, like, hippie cult kind of guy. and he Peter invites- Weller, is that Robocop? Yeah. Yes. And he invites over all these people who are all actors and actresses you would recognize. They're mostly like character actors, comedy people, and stuff. And they'd basically do a bunch of drugs and try to open this weird artifact that he found. And it's just a whole trippy 80s neon synth vibe. Oh, very <laughs> Peter cool. Weller is also in this one movie Derek had me watch with him. And it's Buckaroo. fucking weird. <laughs> Naked with Lunch? A, is that the bug spray? Yeah. 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 Uh, David Cronenberg's Naked Lunch. Okay. Yeah, there you Based go. Based on... Uh, fuck, now I'm going to sound like an idiot because I can't remember the name of the, the writer. Um, you do sound like an idiot. I'm a fucking moron. <laughs> it's not like we can't edit this out. <laughs> no, no, this is all one take, guys. <laughs> one don't, take. Don't We're a live broadcast. Don't ruin the illusion there. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Some a, a, a weird, like one of those beat writer kind of guys from back in the day that was like Jack Kerouac and those guys. Okay, uh, William S. Burroughs. Thank you to me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> thank you to myself. <laughs> But yeah, Peter Weller's in that also. Fucking weird movie. Uh, he's also in a movie that we will be doing coming up here called Shakedown okay. with uh, Sam Neill. I've heard so much about needing to watch Shakedown. Yeah. I, you I, had me I, at I, Sam Neill. Yeah. I bought it uh, sight unseen from 
Shout Factory yes, because the right. cover has Sam Neill with like glorious long hair and his Ooh. mustache, of course, on like a motorcycle, and then like straight lace cop Peter Weller in the background. Are you thinking like, Sam Elliott? Sorry, Sam Elliott. You okay. know what I meant. Because well, no, I thought you meant Sam Neill. I, yeah, the I New was, Zealander from Jurassic Park. I've been thinking about Jurassic Park. And then I thought of him with a mustache, which excited me. <laughs> and long no, hair. I I've Samuel never Elliot. seen him with person. a mustache. Yeah. But no, this sounds good too. This sounds like a precursor to uh, oh, who the is dude? it that's in um, Renegade? Is that Lorenzo Lamas? Lorenzo yes. Lamas, yes. His Renegade daughter. is on Peacock. I just discovered it recently and I'm going to watch it all. Okay. Maybe by myself. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> you got a friend in me. I'd heard oh, of it God. before, and I saw it on Peacock, and I clicked it, and immediately I was like, I'm watching this. Yeah. I didn't even watch a trailer I grew or up watching <laughs> watching it. Like, that was a, a, a classic of your boys. Wasn't his daughter, she was she was in something, and she was like Rambo 2? No. I didn't think so. Get off of it. Just kidding. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, no, she. I want to say she was a playmate or something, because she kept Lorenzo talking Lama's about daughter? it. I think huh. so. Maybe I'm just dumb. She, I don't know. Maybe if that's she's a, just a llama. She's a llama, 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 llama. <laughs> no, I remember watching something with her. She was on a reality show, and she's like, "Yeah, my dad was, you know, the renegade. Like huh. that is my dad, and that was like, I guess him. If I knew he had a hot daughter, I would have tried to pursue her. Was it a show written by James Cameron? I don't know, honey. Okay, I did not pay attention to that bullshit. This was by James Cameron. This was, a sh- Stallone. <laughs> this was a shocker, though. By the way, like I knew that it was Stallone, but I had no fucking. Yeah, clue Derek saw that. This and was he's James like, Cameron. I, I've I've loved this movie most of my life, if not all of it. So concurrently, like all at the same time, he was writing Terminator, this and something else. I can't remember. And Abyss. The maybe? thing I had read, it might have been no. I think it was something. It was Alien. Oh, or okay. Aliens. He apparently had three different desks that he did all the work at, so he wouldn't like. He's like, I sit at this desk. I'm working on this movie. What an absolute desk. Chad! Like just <laughs> fucking writing three phenomenal movies. So apparently, the original version of his script, like he's said over the years, that he had basically nothing to do with this movie. He wrote the first draft, uh, which became some of the action in this movie, or okay, like, and some of the background. But like that's it. Like Stallone changed everything. Yeah. Uh, apparently he originally had him paired with a humorous, like techie sidekick that would go with him who was supposed to be played by John Travolta. Like they're in staying alive together, right? Yes, they are. Yes. So it was right after that. Now it's part of the reason. I didn't know Sylvester Stallone was in staying alive. Yeah. Not Saturday Night Fever, the bad sequel. Oh. The the first one that's bad as well. (laughs) (laughs) No, but whole different levels are bad. Yeah. I had to watch it in in, like when I was in film school and I was like, I don't want to watch this fucking stupid movie. Yeah. I watched it and I was like, that's actually a good movie. It's better than I thought, but I don't want to watch it again. No, I won't. (laughs) It's not not on your fucking shelf of DVDs, sir. Exactly. (laughs) Um, And this, this is a pretty open. Se- uh, uh, what do you call it? guest list to this <laughs> these shelves? Yeah, you mean like these shot on video movies from the eighties, <laughs> like Justice Ninja style, and also Citizen Kane on four K. Yeah, you got room for Miami Connection, <laughs> but you got no fucking room for Staying Alive. I love zero, it. Zero, zero. Oh, Staying Alive, we might have to watch because it's terrible. But I don't yeah, wanna... so maybe not. I I make most of these decisions. <laughs> Well, I when, love how I'm like, I have to watch this for the show. And I'm like, no, we don't. I, I, I decided this. Yeah, I made me do this. So yeah, he was paired with Stallone. Or, uh, Travolta. Travolta. Uh, but he, Mr. Ob- obviously, Stallone was basically like, no, it's better if I'm by myself, lone wolf. Uh, they're going to start looking at him instead of looking at me. But this oh, makes sense, though. he also didn't like that the sidekick got all the cool dialogue because he's like the... Zippy the one-liners. Yeah. But this makes sense, though, because at one point that we're going to get to, they they... They talk about pushing technology on him. Yeah. And it ends up just being a camera. 
yeah. by the way. Oh, and at the beginning, they're like, you're going to have all this technology you need, and he just drops it all out of the plane. Yep. <laughs> yep. Um, so that was him dropping John Travolta out of the plane. And yeah. Another, like, script-wise. Another thing which makes sense being Cameron is that there's a lot more background in his version. All the POWs had, like, backstories oh, that were okay. going to be revealed throughout the movie and all this stuff. And apparently he was quoted as saying, like, because all that stuff pretty much got taken out, uh, he said, well, they might as well have just been going to the jungle to pick up a six-pack. <laughs> yep. That's six pretty pack much pretty what... of POWs. <laughs> right? <laughs> so that's fun. Uh, it was, this is the only Rambo film nominated for an Oscar. Okay. Best effects. So. Okay. The, the effects are amazing. Yeah. Except I do have an issue with one. Okay. The sound effects. Yeah. The, the, foley. Fo- the foley. Oh, Okay. Every time an arrow launches, it sounds like a pistol ricochet. It is a yeah. it is a uh, a voracious noise. It is and like, sharp. There's, there's some literally good stuff, he says yeah. arrows because it's quiet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, arrows are silent. <laughs> 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 well, let me tell you this: they're not if you put explosive rocket tips on them. <laughs> I guess this oh, was that this last was arrow. Post, uh, all three Star Wars movies, he was like, my arrows need to sound like lasers. <laughs> hey, by the way, it's still an RPG because it's a Rambo-propelled grenade. Oh, <laughs> I don't need a rocket. I got arms. Check uh, out these so guns. In the one in the background interview we watched, he very poignantly pointed out that uh, he says. Uh, I don't see Rambo as a violent movie. It's just a movie about war. It's not gratuitous. Yes, and then it is. That's immediately followed by me watching this Blu-ray that I have, the where the opening the floor. <laughs> Let the body sit the floor. Oh god! The opening <laughs> trailer is for Rambo. Parentheses for, um, <laughs> and day. it's just the drowning pool song. Let the bodies hit the floor while he murders, like East Asian a- people. Another jungle. He is. He is. There is no storyline in the trailer. There's. It just says like soldier, outlaw, machine, and he mows people down. I got. But don't worry. It's not gratuitously violent. I got a better song for it. It should have been Here I Go Again on Stallone. (laughs) Ooh, (laughs) do it. Okay, so the original film, First Blood, had Rambo. We've had a debate about this, but technically kill zero people. Yes, the body count is is uh, I think officially zero. I think it's zero. Yes, officially it's zero. But again, there's debate, right? Everyone Did died he... from complications like a month later. <laughs> and well, at mean, their just... own fault, by the well, way. Well, that one guy that fell oh. out of the helicopter because he didn't put on his seat, or he took off his seatbelt. Yeah. Made sure to show that. But still, technically zero. You could put that one on Isaac Newton, really. <laughs> Fucking shouldn't have invented gravity. Shouldn't have invented gravity. Thanks a lot, asshole. This I could have been movie, flying. On the other hand, Rambo kills 74 people. Okay. I wanted to do a count for it, but it was so fast. Oh, yeah. I had to internet this. Okay, good. Because sometimes I'm like, how many people were in that helicopter? Yeah. I asked. How many people were in that room? And I found numbers ranging from 60 to 80, but generally it seems like 74, 75 is the agreed upon. Um, There's also one real life fatality for this movie. A stuntman named Cliff Winger Jr. died in an explosion. Oh, man. They dedicate the movie to him. Do we know which explosion? I didn't say it. Just okay. said it in an explosion. It said an explosion at the end of the movie. So I'm assuming during all the when they're the actual he's exploding pandemonium. The and stuff, oh yeah, yeah. killing you, know, just destroying these innocent people's homes. Yep. So he can. Oh, they shouldn't have been there. <laughs> uh, I do want to point out they do say when they're giving his stats at the beginning, he has 59 confirmed kills when he was in Vietnam. <laughs> so that means that in this two day escapade, he killed 15 more people than he killed in his entirety in Vietnam. And wait till we get to number three because th- these are rookie numbers he's putting <laughs> up in number two. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I I didn't. I don't want to give that number on this episode. No, no, absolutely tune not. Tune in next time. Yeah, yeah. Tune in next week. No, I'm just saying it gets. And we'll have to get ready for four and five because I don't remember 
If oh, I know there's a part in four that's bloody as fuck. I know in one of them, I think it maybe is four, there's like 250 some odd deaths. That's probably four. Yeah. And holy shit. But we're not talking about that right now, man. No, but no. it's awesome. But this guy has killed more like Middle East, the Vietnamese than the war did. Yeah. It's insane. <laughs> Dude, the squib work on this one. Ball's amazing. The blood oh, yeah. looks so good in every one of these Rambo's. Yes, like it again, does. here we are talking about not a bad movie. Yeah. So before we, we haven't even gotten to the plot yet because it's not that big of a deal I mean, in I guess my we opinion. We could technically just say it's like a schlock and load. Schlock and load. And that's yeah. what I was talking about when I was watching it with Bleep and Bleep. It's like <laughs> that first one is such a good movie that you can't really do a true sequel to it. No. Because yeah. America doesn't want to see another heartbroken vet. We did it. It was great. It was awesome. But what part sold the best? Him mostly shirtless going to town with that fucking gun on the sheriff's station yeah everyone's like fuck yeah that's rambo that's my rambo yeah and then that's another behind the scenes thing they said i think it was on this one where they're like people were cheering during all this like mayhem and murder and they're like that's kind of not really what we expected yeah so that's what we just went with it's supposed to be a powerful moment about this guy snapping and everyone's like no no no, it's cool I do have to say, though... They deserved it. They had the message in the first movie, which was a good message. You need to pay attention to the, the returning soldiers. You need to stop treating them like shit. They're human beings, and they did what you know we told them to do, et cetera, et cetera. This one tries to continue that message, but in the most it like falls. ham-fisted, just... I mean, ham and cheese. Ham-fisted, cheesy, <laughs> bullshit dialogue. Because yeah. at, the, at the end, he's just like... I wish they would just like me. Yeah. And it's like so I just bad. want my country to love me as much as I love it. Ends with, I'm going to get right to the end. It ends with a fucking freeze frame walk away. Yeah. Like that is not first blood. Yeah. That is Rambo. Yeah. We have yeah. changed. We have changed gears completely. Again, I like it. I might be coming off angry right now, <laughs> but I like this movie a lot. It's just very different. You can tell just on the opening. I think I even mentioned it to you when we were watching it. Just on the opening scene in First Blood, it's somber. It's natural light, so it gives that like bluish hue, mm -hmm. and it's you know overcast you hear or the, whatever. The Hulk walkway music. Yeah. <laughs> um, and this one, it's immediately brutal sun, bright in your uh, the face. Very first shot is an explosion. Yeah. Like you. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. They're setting tones here. Yeah. So I gotta point out though, when this guy's because he's working a rock quarry, is what he's at. His shoulders look like boulders. He they got do. so much bigger yeah. for this. He movie. did. He had to. He I had mean, to bulk the to. fuck out. It's insane how big he got, though. But they do point out. He does say, "Hey, you just spent some time." I think what was it? He was supposed to have three years. He's, he's, he's a he total was, of eight. He, he was, spent. They three? don't. They don't mention it in the movie at all. But apparently, it's in the original script, like as a note, which is helpful. Yeah. That he was sentenced to eight years hard labor for okay. what happened in the first movie. They do and say he, he has five three. years left. Yeah. So I guess that's we're supposed which to just not yeah. give a shit about. Falls this. in line timeline wise. It yeah. has. Uh -huh. It is three years later. At least the first three fall into their actual time frames. So like this is three years after the first movie, and it takes place three years after the first movie. The next one is three years later, and it takes okay. place three years later. So, you know, they're keeping it cool hand Luke now. And they do that nice little segue like, hey, we need you to, mm -hmm. there's PO, there's thought that there's POWs, like. Who is it that comes up? It's Richard it's, Crenna and. Um, it's just Richard Crenna. It's just okay, Troutman. Just yeah, it's just yeah, Troutman. I knew this was going to happen if we watched two of them. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. The, but, yeah, the third but, one has So Crenna's telling them that there's POWs and they want you to go do your thing, your your well, Rambo. They want him to do recon. Yeah, mm -hmm. just recon. Here comes the technology talk. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, uh, these bags first, of cameras are heavy, Mr. Kata. At first That's my John Travolta, <laughs> by the way. No, that was spot on. <laughs> at first this is them trying to bring back that thing from the first movie again. He's like, I don't want to go. 
And then it's like, well, you, what, do you want to just stay in here? At least in here, I know where I stand. Yeah. You know? it's, it's just harping on that thing, which but we'll didn't tra- change. Obviously, we did still keep treating coming home soldiers like shit, but it's just, again, not effective in this movie. Mm-hmm. But then they're like, we'll take those five years off. Yep. Uh, do we get to win this time? Oh, that's another line. This poor fucking guy. Just let him let him be he is in so, this rock quarry. Like in in this movie, it's almost more. His, he is almost more depressing than the first movie. Because mm-hmm. like yes, he's murdering all these people and stuff, but it's like he's just on autopilot. He's like, I guess this is all I'm good for. Yeah. I guess Simeon this is me coach, now. I'm ready to play <laughs> today. Uh, you mentioned how the lighting looks different and stuff. The original one was shot in Vancouver, and it's supposed to be Washington. So it's the Pacific Northwest. This was shot in Thailand and Mexico. So this is Mexico, presumably. Yeah, a lot I think of this Mexico, one is Mexico. And they had some uh, complications with shooting. Yeah, I was going to say a lot of the stuff, like they were in Thailand for a lot of the jungle stuff, but then they moved to Mexico for most of the jungle stuff. Yeah. Oh, for are, like the explosions and shit? Well, not just that, a lot of it, just because there was uh, there was troubles with Thailand, and they, so they went to Mexico, and then apparently- Oh, didn't they plant like rice patties and stuff? Yeah, the director was saying they actually planted rice patties in Mexico to like a couple months ahead of shooting, yeah. so they would have the rice patties for those scenes. Nice. Yeah, they thought ahead, man. And But yeah, they, they were like greasing palms to get things going. Like at one point, I think it was, uh, oh, what's his name? Um, Charles Napier, who plays Murdoch. Okay. was saying that some general was like, uh, you need to come and have drinks with me. Like, you and Stallone need to come and have drinks with me. And they were like, well, we can't. We're shooting today. And he's like, well, you can come and have drinks with me or these helicopters can't come into Mexico. So Yeah. <laughs> like, just like do, that. You, you think you're shooting now? Wait till I start shooting. Yeah. <laughs> you're not going to like how that goes. No. So the very beginning of the movie, again, he gets, he, goes, he gets recruited. He goes to this base. And the first thing we see is John Kreese. Yeah. Uh, sweep the leg. <laughs> yeah. I saw him immediately, like from even just the helicopter view. I saw the hair and I was like, oh my God, Cobra Kai. Which is yep. so close to being in line also with Karate Kid that I was like, this could be the same This guy. is his origin story. Because yeah. he was in Vietnam, but this is one year after uh, Karate Kid, not Cobra. It's many years before Cobra Kai. <laughs> it's one year after Karate Kid because I was like, it's almost lined up. This could yeah. be, but it's fine. He's still in Vietnam. It, it's still in my head though. Uh, this is Cove, his. This is sorry, his. Is the real actor. This is his twin brother. <laughs> <laughs> Martin Cove is the real actor, not John Kreese. Mm, John Kreese uh, in my mind. That's fine. John Kreese in my mind. And he's got a. He's got. It's great. He's got a sad face button. Yeah. On his jacket. I don't know if anybody knows that. that I fun. did because it reminded me of Joker from Full Metal Jacket. Same, yeah, exactly. same fucking thought too. I'm yeah. Like, that's that peace sign on Joker's fucking helmet. Yep. Yep. God, that's a good movie. Yeah, Should that's a gr- that well. Instead. First half's a great movie. No, all three parts are a great movie. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's only two parts. The third part's in the book. There's all three parts are a great movie. The second movie is just really depressing. Yeah, it's it's a very different movie. <laughs> should have chopped that up. I and mean, the first movie is pretty depressing. I, we're saying movie, guys. I don't know if you if you haven't seen it, you should see it. But it's basically two different movies glued together. It yeah. is, and they're both actually really depressing. They are very depressing, just that if you get to see Vincent D'Onofrio in the first part, yes. and he is fucking terrific. Yeah. Dude, he's- That might have been my introduction to old Vinny D. Uh, I'm sure it was mine. Him, yeah. him, and, him and Arlie Irby. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I, his, his, God, I wish Arlie Irby was in this one. Yeah. I can't picture great. him. Who's that? He's a drill instructor. Uh, he's oh, the guy only fierce queers come yeah. from Texas. And he, always, he, he always plays a guy who yells. Well, he was a military guy. He was supposed to be the consultant on that set, is what the word is. Yeah. And whoever was doing it wasn't doing it well enough. And they're like, just get up there and start shooting yeah, shit. Yeah, he was basically like, you're doing it wrong. And he's doing his shit. And then like Stanley Kubrick's like, you just do it. Yeah, fuck <laughs> it. You get the paycheck, sir. 
But anyway, <laughs> it's it's funny because we're not talking about this movie, and it's not because it's bad. No, it's just it's, it's, you know, there's fun fun segue. Yeah, it's well, it's just because <laughs> we're excited kind of about on. this Those movie. Those aren't fun. That's how you die. It's not like the other ones where we're trying to avoid it. It's like, yeah. no, I'm yeah. distracted. Yeah. <laughs> so he gets ADD. into the bleep bloop command center here, which beep. I call that because it's literally just going beep 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 beep. There beep, are beeps beep, and beep, bloops <laughs> all <laughs> over. Walls of computers and radio. It and looks like guys the, arbitrarily turning knobs. <laughs> it looks like the. Uh, the deck from like the original Enterprise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, there's the fakest looking computers. Oh, big how come these guys weren't in like just onesie jumpsuits? <laughs> <laughs> they were pretty Turn close. Damn you, military. Uh, yeah, so they tell him it's recon only. Do not engage, which you know he's going to listen to. Oh, yeah. This is- he even looks at uh, Troutman like. He gives yeah. him a hard wink. <laughs> he doesn't, yeah. but you might as well. I'm he like, did the mental yeah, wink. I'm not going to go in there. Wink. Did you just say wink? No. <laughs> wink. Dude, Troutman <laughs> is just looking at him like, yeah, yeah. that's not going to happen. And uh, they even I show did, putting 35 millimeter in the camera. Uh-huh. <laughs> I did mention Charles Napier playing Murdoch. He's basically the douchebag of the movie. So it took me a second to figure out how I knew him, and I did this thing where I'm like, I, I can see him with the cowboy hat. He runs the honky tonk for Blues Brothers. Yes, he's in the Blues Brothers. Where they Brothers. sing Rawhide. That's the only thing I really he's in, he's in Silence of the Lambs. Uh, not a big part. Okay, maybe that's why I'm blanking on that. He's one of those guys where like, if you go through his IMDb, you'll be like, I probably saw him in that. I yep. probably saw him in that. Yep. He's been acting for a very long time. Obviously, he's already gray in this. Plays a good, uh, I guess we're going to call him CIA. Or yeah, bu- some bureaucrat. Kind of, he's a bureaucrat. Yeah, he's a bureaucrat. He keeps some getting called. Of, of agency person. <laughs> Some man of agent. <laughs> um, and he tells him, he tells Rambo, which will never work, forget the war, remember the mission. Yep. Rambo's like, you say war? And he just starts shooting people. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> movie over. <laughs> oh, and he also mentions like, are you, do you think he's still unbalanced from the war? And Troutman's <laughs> like, yeah, he's fine. Hey, come on, guys. fine. <laughs> yeah, he's fine. <laughs> Nothing bad can happen. And this is where we get how I opened the episode. As Rambo walks away into the loneliness of going to a helicopter, I guess, or a plane. Sorry, he yeah. Well, he's plane. about to go gear up. Yeah, which is oh, one, but he's got his. We'll, gear get, up we'll get to the gear up. But montage. that's when he says, "What you call hell, he calls home." So he loves Vietnam. He's fine there as long as you can murder people. It's home. His he's in his element. Is, his gear up is great, by the way, because you know you see him the, the close up shots of showing that knife in the sheath. Yeah, you know, oh, putting his belt on. It. But he had those two little, I'm making a pantomime, he had two <laughs> little blades that he shows tucking inside of his belt. Those yeah. come back. Yes, yeah. they do. Normally in like a big gear montage. Rambo's Ricochet? Like, oh, here, Rambo's Ricochet. That's what I was thinking. It doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be alliteration, though. It can just be Rambo's Daggers. All right. Fine. Because it's like Chekhov's gun. It's still a weapon. just want to ruin our fun. That's fine, too. It doesn't ricochet. Rambo's Rope. Rambo's Remington. <laughs> Rambo's Rambo's rim job. It can be a weapon <laughs> if you do it right. Uh, right. My my note did say muscles and knife. Yeah, Let's yeah. This is what we want. This is what we want from this movie is muscles and knives. But yeah, and I, we I just, get it. I hate when a big gear up montage is like he didn't use half that shit. He, he just uses put that on. these this is, this, all. He is like a Native American with a bison. He's using I, every fucking piece of weapon. Yes, he it. is. I love it because he puts all these weapons on himself in various places, and then he takes the bag they gave him with other gear. But all he ends up using is his weapons because, uh-huh. he, like I said, he ditches that other bag. He ditches. <laughs> don't call John Travolta a bag. <laughs> Dude, that's great. They no, jump, like, my feelings, he's jumping man. out of the plane. John Travolta gets stuck on him. He just cuts him off. <laughs> <laughs> There's some dead weight around here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, and he does 
reveal that he knows that Murdoch lied about his war experience because Murdoch says oh, yeah. he was in the something in this he, certain region. He said region the 66th Division was, I was there when they were at this place in yeah. Rambo. Right before he gets on the plane, says to Troutman, the 66 wasn't there. They were over here. You're the only one I trust. Yeah. Yep. Boom. And which comes back in about four minutes when Murdoch is like, well, fuck him. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. <laughs> Mission oh, over. You, you weren't a good guy? didn't see that coming no <laughs> so he's like goes to dive out of the star. plane which is like it's like a little like gulf stream like it's like a it's private just... jet it's not like a military vehicle this are is you like, sure it looked like a little military it looks like a like a, what you would have as like a private jet but it's well just we're also black. talking about this guy being some form of operative he's yeah. probably not because it can't be official so you wouldn't have True. a big cargo thing uh america flag all over yeah. it dropping them you got to get something it just doesn't look like a military plane but either way yeah that is the, the point because they don't want to get spotted fly yeah. low. it doesn't make a bunch of noise i would have painted mine like a duck quack, uh, quack. just in case they're like oh is that a plane no it's a really big duck carry on got him <laughs> as soon as he jumps out of the plane he gets caught on something yeah mm-hmm. which, which kind of confused me i didn't understand okay, so what that got rip caught. cord is attached to the, it's a parachute attached to the cord attached to a cable in the plane so that way as soon as you jump out parachute deploys right right that's I saw what's him supposed put the cable to happen on, but then when he jumps it's like it a, got a caught loop on, on the latch bag or something got caught on the side i think that's just filming i think it's supposed to be his parachute rip cord it didn't, like, oh work. yeah it's it got caught on, on the latch on the door instead of unhooking and going yeah okay yeah. but like at this point seconds, you got him dangling and yeah. fucking uh old murdoch is that right? Yeah, yeah. Murdoch. He's, Murdoch's like, take off. Yeah, Just turn well, around. He's, he's already like, yeah, abort the mission. And John Kreese is like, no, we can't. Like, if we fly with him, he'll die. He'll get shredded to pieces. And Murdoch's like, yeah, no, it's fine. Murdoch abort goes, abort the part, mission. What about that order? Did you not understand? Yeah. Sweep the leg. <laughs> <laughs> this is where he learned it. This right? is where yeah. he gets it. Then he time travels. Yeah. So yep. he, he cuts all his shit off, all of his gear that he needed. And then he just, he parachutes down. He's still got the parachute on when he he's gets got all his opens. stuff. Yeah. He, he got is. rid of the gear they gave him. Yeah, I thought it was going to be a thing. I didn't realize. I thought maybe he had stuff in the bag. I was like, okay, because I don't think I've actually seen this one before. Oh, really? I know I've seen three. I don't think I've ever seen this one. So I thought it was going to be a thing where he's like, okay, now I got to retrace my steps to get my gear. Like it was his weapons and stuff. Yeah. Somehow he still got his bow and stuff, which um, I know he. So it was on bow. his back still. Yeah, that bow breaks down pretty small. Okay. And you got to put it together a little out. It, it goes into the quiver and all yeah. that stuff. The first thing we see after he lands is a snake coming at him out of the tree, and I. Th- he was hard target. Ban- damn this snake. I thought yeah. this was hard target all over again. Dude, he grabs it and knocks it out. But yeah. this is how I knew the movie was going to be a little goofy already. You know, like he just, he just like, grabs that snake and just kind of intimidates it and lets it go and walks away. Go on, get. He go, it's my land, <laughs> America. You didn't do anything to my people. Uh, and then he's like Raiden stalking him through the jungle here. Uh-huh. So he's supposed to meet with an indigenous contact. I put hard quotes around that that nobody else could see, but maybe you could hear when I said indigenous, <laughs> because this girl, I mean, not to sound racist, but no, she does a, not look Vietnamese at all. Well, she's a British chick that uh, was born in, uh, she's born in Singapore. Singapore, yeah. yeah and uh, raised in England. Yeah, Julia Nixon. Um, Gorgeous, by the way. But she has like, I thought she had green eyes. They're Later hazel. on, they look kind of brown. So yeah, I think they're like hazel, which is, there's a whole movie about it called Big Trouble in Little China. Uh, <laughs> green-eyed, Asia, green-eyed Asian chick, man. It's quite rare. Uh, David Lopan's on his way. You know, of course, he has to be teamed up with like a beautiful woman. Uh, Also, this was her first film role. Okay. But she was in other movies that we will probably be talking about. One we will for sure. One is coming in up in August. Golden Child? 
No, that was a no, boy. No, no, she wasn't. Well, golden I know child. that's a, no, 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 not the golden child. Oh. Not the golden in golden child. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, she's in. She's in Double Dragon. Okay. She's in, but the one we're going to be doing I, already on the docket that she's in is Sidekicks. Oh, she's oh, uh, Jonathan Brandis's teacher. Yes, absolutely. That he's like obsessed she with. And he's always putting into like weird like bondage situations. Uh-huh, he has to rescue her, yeah. and yeah, he's got a good imagination. That kid. So after um, thinking about it, like because I've listened to past episodes, I think I have seen sidekicks with Chuck. It's with Carlos Norris. Carlos right? Norris, <laughs> um, absolutely. And Jonathan Brandis wants to like be his sidekick or whatever. Yeah, and he, he has daydreams about go it. Away and, yeah. I mean, it's actually it borderlines on like uh, uh, schizophrenic, but we we can yeah. talk about that. Yeah, a whole we'll talk episode. about it when we get to oh, that yeah. episode. But I mean, yeah, he's best. His best friend is a real person who lives inside of his head, who he ends up teaming up with. But maybe he doesn't. Who knows? We but, don't know. Uh, it could be a Jacob's Ladder situation. That kid <laughs> died at the very beginning of that movie. A dick of platters. Jacob's Ladder. <laughs> oh. <laughs> From now on, it's a dick of platters situation. Could be a dick of platters situation. <laughs> you know, Derek, I think we walked ourselves into a dick of platters situation here. Wait, are you saying I walked off a cliff and my whole life is a dream? <laughs> that's fantastic. Oh, that's too good. Uh, so they're, they're on this patrol boat. These pirates are helping them. Who stole the captain an, immediately is, doesn't trust. The captain has his shirt tied up in the front like a fucking college cheerleader. Or something. <laughs> yes, he does. Yeah, he's just slamming bottles of jmb like fucking kurt russell oh yeah <laughs> oh can you... speaking of big trouble that's not where he's slamming the jmb are we talking about the captain thing. ron <laughs> <laughs> i was talking about the thing can we talk about this about his thing. gate for a second that this well they haven't got there yet oh. but we can talk about it because right. it's on the boat first the oh yeah that's right we're on where the not one person has the correct fitting sandals it was bugging the <laughs> shit out of me i was like all your feet are just going right over those your toes <laughs> are just <laughs> like curling how do you in. hold on to them uh, I, I strap straps <laughs> Whitney they reveal like they have all these weapons he's like what if you get boarded or whatever and there's like rocket launchers yeah. and shit that are all Russian because historically Russia. the Russians helped the Vietnamese the Viet Cong against us when we were helping the South Vietnamese which comes back in number three yes it does <laughs> also came back in real life because that's what we tried to do <laughs> so in Afghanistan <laughs> and uh, what, whatever. Uh, yeah, it's just a bunch of big major powers funding little smaller countries for their own benefit. We can control you. Like, look, we're not. We're helping Afghanistan out of the goodness of our heart. It has nothing to do with opium. Yep, and nothing to do with opium. Yeah, no spice here. <laughs> it's all just to help those poor women, if only. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we just want the women to not be oppressed, so we're going to help the Taliban get into power. We'll talk about that next episode. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, he, she's asking him why he quit the army and why he's not a soldier. The and, army quit or me. Or why he, why he doesn't want to go home or something. <laughs> and he's like, me. there was a war at home. It was a war against returning soldiers. Just bringing it back for like the fourth time in the last uh, 20 we minutes. We get it, dude. Yeah, no, we, we get it. We, we watched the first, first one. And I was very moved. And now I'm sitting here going, <laughs> kind of wish that guy would have shot you in the first one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but then we would, I mean, I was going to say we wouldn't get all these great deaths and explosions, but we would. He would just find another way to do it. Yeah. We would have gotten a Cobra too, you know? Yeah. Oh, man. Cobra. Or Karate Kid 4, where Stallone takes the kids to Vietnam to train. <laughs> Real weird one. Look, I got to get you away from John Kreese. He, was, <laughs> he tried to uh, fuck me over in Vietnam. Look I, Daniel son. Always look I. <laughs> whack on, whack off. I don't think you're saying it right. That's how I was told. <laughs> 
Uh, and he's, he's got another, he's got all these great, like, philosophical lines that are stupid. So I wrote down a lot of them. Like, uh, to survive the war, you have to become the war. <laughs> That's not that deep. It just sounds cool. Yeah. <laughs> you, do you like to fight? That's a terrible accent she did. Not me. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, I'm expendable. Ah, oh, we're going to get that. In the yeah. <laughs> He was he was doing that line. He's like, "Ooh, we're getting the band back together." <laughs> Did you see the trailer for Expendables Four? Looks or awful. Expendables. It looks awful. Did you see the way they wrote it? They paid, they replaced the A with the four. Well, I don't so understand. Expendables. Every every ugh, every movie they've added somebody pretty actiony. Like yeah. number two, they added uh, uh, Van Damme just off the top of my head. This one adds. Curtis Fifty Cent. Yeah, you know, because he he's big actually, action he's, star Fifty Cent. He's surprisingly been in a lot of action movies. They're just all direct to DVD, and you've never <laughs> seen them. <laughs> That's right. I've never seen direct one to of bootleg them. DVD. Oh. <laughs> direct, it's because he's actually been shot. 50 oh, by the way, I hate that fucking trailer. I don't think I mentioned it last time. I think it's mentioned it came out maybe, but I hate that fucking trailer. Like I'm, I'm probably gonna watch it, but like the first forty seconds of the trailer is the entire scene with Jason Statham and his girlfriend fucking. Oh, Megan Fox. Is it Megan Fox? Are we talking about Crank? (laughs) (laughs) Kind (laughs) of. The whole 40 seconds is like, it's like the whole scene from the movie, presumably, which with like any of the actual like sexual parts Where they're doing the fuck fighting. Yeah, and they fuck fight for like 40 seconds. Oh. And then someone knocks on his door. It's not Stallone, I don't think. It's uh, Stan Lee dressed as a mailman. (laughs) Okay. So Stan Lee knocks on his door and he's like, we need you, mighty Marvelite. (laughs) Excelsior. (laughs) But like, and then the trailer starts. I'm like, why was the trailer the first scene of the movie and then the trailer? Because you got to show women that Jason Statham is going to be in this movie and you got to show the men that Megan Fox is going to be in this movie. You can also do that by just showing the fucking trailer. This is the fucking trailer. (laughs) 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 This is the trailer for Fucking! I still haven't seen any of them. You're not missing out. But I'll probably watch them all. Yeah, they're cheeky. They're dumb. I like this. Let's have a couple of silver bullets about it. <laughs> I'm down. Make it enjoyable. Um, so his knife brings him good luck. That's another great line. Oh, yeah, because her necklace brings her good luck. <laughs> that necklace brings yeah, great luck. actually comes back in the next movie. It does. Um, so Murdoch already is like, well... He died. Fuck him. We yep. tried. And Troutman's like, well, you told him 36 hours. We should at least go and see if we if he's there and we can extract No, that's him. a waste of time and gas and power and money and everything. Nope, no, he's dead. Also, I'm really tired. I kind of want to lay down. I want to get out of this heat. We didn't mention the whole point of this mission is that he's supposed to find out if there are POWs still in Vietnam because it's basically a, a bureaucratic fuck all thing where they're like, they don't want to spend the money. They don't think anybody's there, but they're doing it as... Like a courtesy to get the people families, off their back, so people shut the fuck up. Yeah, exactly. Like, hey, so look, we he, took pictures. There was nobody there. What do you want us yeah, to do? Exactly. And it turns out that like the camp he's sending him to was supposed to be empty. They knew it was supposed to be empty. They know there's POWs there, but they don't want to. They know their take movements. the time to get it. That all comes up too, I guess. And I don't know if this is true. I assume it is that we were supposed to pay reparations to the VC, like four point five million, and then we didn't, and so they kept all the POWs. Yeah. Like, cool. That's nice, I guess. It sounds like us. <laughs> Ooh, America. So this is where we have the gate without a fence. So yes. he's breaking into this camp. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and there's these soldiers at this gate, and this this uh, lady of the evening rides up on they a little- They call her a rest. bicycle girl, or a cycle girl, or <laughs> cycle something girl. like that. Cycle girl is whore. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. She rides up on a little motorized bike, and like <laughs> there's these guards at a gate, and they open the gate to let her in, but the whole- like. 
left side or right side, I guess, of the gate is just there's no fence. There <laughs> yeah, it's the, completely open. There is the little guard booth, but there's just like there's five like a feet. ten foot gap between the guard booth and the gate. Well, that's <laughs> because it's uh, supposed to be Vietnam. They lined it with poisonous snakes. Oh, <laughs> like hey, okay. it's fine. Come come across if you want, buddy. Why is it always snakes? We don't. I hate snakes. But then, like Derek's like, oh well, maybe it's a box. And so when they close it. Or he has to come out. He's like, nope, because he yeah, just thought, like, like where the gate, where we, the end of the gate was. I was like, well, the fence just goes straight down that way. I mean, right? it's, we can't see it. The guy closes the gate and then walks out where I thought there was a fence. Like, <laughs> it's like right. a hot shots moment. Yeah, <laughs> There's a is, lot is of that there. not where they d- got part do? Well, yeah. oh, so this part do is this movie. I've yeah. seen part do more than I've seen this. So there's a lot of times <laughs> I was like, oh, you know, I know what he's going to do. Oh, wait, no, wrong movie. Wrong fucking movie. <laughs> well, this is movie. where he gets the chicken and yeah. shoots it out of the boat. When, there, when I see this chicken later, I was like, oh, he's going to, nope, wrong movie. <laughs> exactly. He's not actually going to shoot a chicken like an arrow, folks. <laughs> Much to my dismay. <laughs> so he goes to sneak in. He builds his little compound bow. And she's like, uh, Ko. I don't know if we mentioned that was no, her name. No, we didn't. Co Ko is her name. Ko Bao. Ko Bao. Like the dumplings. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I'm going to start calling her a little dumpling. <laughs> Ooh, she is a little dumpling. Uh, she's like, uh, your orders are to get to do recon. And he's like, there's no more orders, Ko. And just leaves her in the jungle. Yep. <laughs> so then we get sneaky time. And he's like going around this whole camp, you know. We're not gonna go through all that. Like he sneaks around, hiding from people. Somehow cool they shots, don't. Though. Somehow they don't hear this two hundred and sixty pound beefcake. Yeah, just, I don't know how much this he weighs. Italian but... stallion <laughs> thumping through the mud patties. He's got twinkle toes. He does. <laughs> just like just like Steven Seagal. Steven Seagal taught him how to tiptoe. Yeah, or did he? According to Steven Seagal, you know what? Seagal. Actually, he. I think he taught everybody how to do everything. Because I was watching some of the stuff in this, and I was like. Oh, he stole that from Predator. Oh, no, Predator's three years later. Yeah. Oh, he stole that from Commando. No, Commando's oh, wait, no. three years Commando, later. Yeah. Like, holy shit. Everything got stolen from Stallone. I mean, he, yeah. he Rambo is one of the first big blockbuster action-y yeah. ones. You know, well, number two is, I mean. Yeah. By, I mean, the first Rambo. one, they, they kind of say in the behind-the-scenes stuff that it did kind of create the, no, no longer modern, but the modern action genre of right. the time, even though it was a little different. It was that same it was time un- action, I think it was unintentional. And yeah. then this one is very deliberate where it's like, oh, yeah, you like shoot him ups and you want me to get my guy out of the shirt? Yeah. I'll get him out of the shirt, no problem. I'll get you a toe. Yeah, I'll get you a toe. You want a shirtless nail grandpa? Polish? I'll get you one. I'll get you one. I'm going to finish my coffee. You want a scar above the left nipple? I'll get you a scar. I'm finishing my POW can. <laughs> <laughs> so he finds I'm the POWs mission, that aren't supposed to be there and he finds one of them like crucified. So that one he lets go. Who kind of looks like? I mean, I know he's emaciated, he's a POW and stuff, but he kind of just really reminded me of the old man from uh, Waterworld? Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Uh, oh yes, like, I'm not dead yet. <laughs> like, hundred <laughs> percent. I can Let's see get that. this dead body off this crucifix. <laughs> I'm not dead yet. I think it will be soon. <laughs> I want to say that guy like definitely emaciated himself. Like he. Was skin on bone. Oh no! God, you just did, find you a vegan he, and rub some like, dirt on him. <laughs> they all either, look like he, that. either this guy Christian bailed his featured extra role, <laughs> oh. or they just found a skinny dude. Yeah, you just find a skinny, skinny little vegan from California. They, they made a great California. job getting these six guys look like they've been in hell for the last seven years. Yeah. Well, well, you call hell, they call home. Speaking of Arnold movies. He's got the line here where he takes the crucified guy down, and the guy's like, "But there are others." And he goes, "I'll be back." <laughs> and I'm like, "I was like, this is a year after Terminator, so yeah." But also, maybe he didn't steal that line. James Cameron wrote this, so maybe James Cameron wrote that line in there, and then was like, "That's good." Yeah, I, I mean, like I'm this. Use that for Terminator. I'm good at this. <laughs> Does he say it number one though? 
Maybe he doesn't say it till number two. I've seen number one maybe twice. Hasta la vista, baby. Yeah, because like number one, Terminator is the bad guy. Oh, he does say, I'll be back in number one. Okay. It's at the police station or wherever it was. Like he walked up and he, it's not the I'll be back that we know, but it's him talking to whoever this desk clerk is. I want to say it's a fucking cop. Oh, with the sunglasses. And and he just, yeah, he's like, I'll be back. Like it's Uh, not the I'll be back as much as we know it to be. Okay. But yeah, it's said. Yeah, okay. I've, I've, I mean, I've seen the first one a bunch of times. I've probably seen the second one more. I've seen, I, because I've the, seen second the second one, one is the children's so version of the first times. one, and it came out when I was a child. So. Yeah. <laughs> I was wanting to be that little shitty redheaded molded I was kid. I say it's got that little fucking asshole from <laughs> Camp on a Wanna. <laughs> we hold you in our hearts. Oh, and you know what? I did I did think that was funny, the, the Arnold line. I mean, obviously, they went back and forth. They weren't pally back then. I think they were actually like rivals. They but were. We were watching twins yes. recently, and it's when arnold comes to the mainland because i don't know if you remember that movie at all but he oh, grew very up on the island and everything yeah. and he's walking around i think he's walking by the the man's chinese theater there okay and he sees like a rambo poster and it's stallone with the, the muscles and the gun and everything it's presumably rambo 3 probably yeah and he like puts his arm up next to stallone and he's just like <laughs> oh that's great <laughs> yeah he does a nice little dig to stallone yeah. in it. I, I don't i don't were they like chummy back then or were they actually rivals I they know, were i think they were now, chummy but, but it was like uh original frenemies well didn't he like say something about the movie was it cobra where he was like no it was stop uh, or my uh, mom, stop or my will, mom shoot. will shoot that's right i've got i'm, go- I'm coming on for yeah well i think I didn't, that's why i was to do this movie you should <laughs> I don't, do I don't know if he too. told him yeah wonderful or if no, he, he said like, in an interview. In like, yeah, it was in the interviews where he's like, "Oh yeah, this movie sounds great." Or he was telling agents and stuff in the industry, "Oh, I, this movie sounds awesome. I'm going to do this word. movie. It's going to be a good movie." Yeah, <laughs> I don't want anybody else to do this movie who is a big muscle man like me. I could do this movie. Just imagine the way. Stop, or my mom will shoot. <laughs> and now do Rocky. Uh, stop, or my mom will shoot. Adrian. And now John Travolta. Oh, wow. Stop. My mom will shoot. That's Christopher Walken. That's Walken. Uh, stop. Or my mom will shoot. Oh, there's your Walken. Mr. Cotter. I got I'm trying to get myself in the John Travolta. <laughs> Mr. Cotter. Mr. Cotter. Yeah. Up your nose with a rubber hose. <laughs> oh, welcome stop, back, Stop. My mom Cotter. will shoot. Yeah. I'm that old. <laughs> Same. I'm older than you. <laughs> uh, well, only in years. Now he starts taking out soldiers now. So now oh, he finally yeah. starts killing. He's, it's like, like taking him out on dates, like, or what are we doing? Yeah. Oh, it's he's like doing 35 quiet minutes into right the movie, now. and he's finally, there's finally action. Like <laughs> It opened with an explosion, took a little pause, <laughs> took a little time yeah, off. The explosion was the mining thing. Yeah. I think we kind of mentioned that. It's a rock quarry thing where they just mine rocks. It's cool hand loop. <laughs> We're not actually getting anything. We just need you guys to get rocks. Just make these rocks smaller. Why? I don't want them big. Uh, there's a lot of people who need them for their yards and stuff. <laughs> That's where you got to make cement. Rocks. That's how you get them. Yeah. Prisoners, huh? Exactly. Uh, so he tosses a dagger into one dude who he just leaves in the river, which is why they end up getting caught later when he could have just dragged that guy 10 feet over into a bush. It's going to take you and your giant muscles a, like a microsecond. Yeah, you just throw this You dude. pick up this little fella and you throw him down <laughs> the ravine. You sent him down that river. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, it was oh, like a little you Moses that bitch. It was just like a little crick. He couldn't have sent him down the river, but he could have just thrown him into a bush. I yeah. love that you called it a crick. That makes me very happy. Well, we don't have creeks in Arizona, so you have to we call it cricks. They only exist in the Midwest. So. There isn't water in Arizona. We're slowly dying. Not anymore. Um, no, we got the Gila Wash, remember? <laughs> the Gila River runs right through us. Yeah, yeah. No, there's a Pantano River right right by us. Um, yeah, so a soldier, like, Co is sneaking around, and a soldier catches her, and Rambo just blasts this dude right through the head with an arrow, which yeah. is pretty fucking sweet. 
we're getting fun fucking action. Yeah. And they sneak away with this uh, POW and they, they get away pretty easily. But it's in the morning when they find the body and they're immediately like, well, time to go track this guy down. Which, I mean, I understand like a guy was in your camp, whatever. But why do you care so much if this POW gets away? Like, what does this guy provide? You were literally in the middle of killing him. What does this guy provide? It's, he's theirs. Don't take my toys. Yeah, yeah it's pretty much. a matter much. of pride, I guess. Yeah. They took something away from me. They were in our camp. 74 of you die for one POW. Nothing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, not nothing, but for you, for you, it's nothing. You know what I mean? Like this, it comes to nothing for you. Yeah. I guess it's free labor. Cause he, he mentions, he's the one who tells them that they move the camp frequently. Oh uh, yeah. So they, they can do like, and they weren't supposed to be there. And, yeah. yeah. Well, that was the first time they had been there in a year. And that's why. And I think that's what they're implying is that Murdoch and crew, thought that this POW camp was abandoned because their recon, their satellites and stuff had told them this camp was empty. They wanted they to didn't go to know an empty that one. they were yeah. moving these guys around. So they had literally just gotten moved there. Hmm. Uh, and the pirates, oh. they find out the pirates sold them out. Like they're riding away on the boat and another boat's coming to them and all the pirates pull their guns out. And so Stallone just fucking murders. Here comes all the little belt knives. Yeah. yeah. Great. Yeah. Tiny daggers. Dude, this Hold is where you get the great young time tiny daggers. daggers. This is where we start seeing the great squib work, though, because it's just uh, mist. Like uh-huh. these guys are getting Sloan is just blasting all these dudes. Starts, and with, it's a, just starts with a shotgun. Like he 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 tiny daggers this guy, <laughs> upgrades to a shotgun, yes. and then once he get, runs out of that, he upgrades to like the fucking AK forty seven. Then he upgrades to the belt fed. Like he is just leveling oh, up on is. this boat. He's getting all those power ups. Fuck yeah! You say mist, and I think of that one movie where it was literal mist. These are just like spurts everywhere. It's well, but just it, like when it's going blood into going the air, air. It is literally like I mean, like if you on the shots where you can see it from the side and stuff you see blood mm-hmm. but like it's going through the air like it's literally turning into mist because it's coming out so fast it's which i mean i so guess fantastic. you're using a belt fed machine gun at point blank you're it's gonna, gonna happen people Dude, the mist. Mist. it's squib work <laughs> is phenomenal yeah yeah and i actually think it's a lot better in this one than the next one uh the next one has better explosions well lots of them a lot of them <laughs> well like, i didn't watch it so shit. don't spoil alert me on oh that. uh well uh, he lives through this movie what yeah yeah. Here, spoiler alert for number three: There's explosions and people die. <gasps> <laughs> He's gonna have a, a no shirt at some point. Uh, turn me on. <laughs> he will. <laughs> Who was it? Somebody in one of the. I think it might have been Charles Napier. Somebody in the behind the scenes mentioned that when, like, when they met uh, Ram- Stallone, <laughs> when they met Sly Stallone, that he was. 185 pounds. So he was like, he was still buff. He was lean. But he was lean. And like, by the time this was over, like, by the time they came and did this, oh, it was Charles Napier. He was like, he's just fucking jacked. His shoulders are boulders. It's uh, This had to have been when he started using steroids. Yeah. I mean. Well, it could have been the next one, too, because he gets progressively oh, larger. God, that next one, he's like a, he's literally carved from stone. Yeah. It's because he carved and Arnold Stallone. Schwarzenegger are battling each other on the beefiest body you guys ever mm. heard that story or seen that clip when arnold schwarzenegger was on like the dating game or whatever yes before he was famous so it's the one wherever the where they have the girl and then there's like the three bachelor one bachelor two bachelor three and they yeah. ask them questions they can't see him and uh schwarzenegger is like oh my my measurements are like his shoulders his chest his whatever you know the measurements he says all of his stuff and he's like uh what do you think about that and she goes sounds like the lower i get the smaller you are <laughs> something like that because <laughs> he's you know he doesn't do leg day yeah and i was just like day. ah tiny penis <laughs> tiny penis. hold me close young tiny penis <laughs> you no have to don't hold me closer well you have to if it's a tiny penis you got to get closer to it 
So, so it's, there's one sneaky pirate left. Well, he he blows oh, up sneaky pirate. Sneaky <laughs> pirate. They dive off. Co and the 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 POW pal. dive off. Co and pal. <laughs> Co and pal. <laughs> Uh, Co-pow chicken dive off <laughs> <laughs> and the boat's coming at them and he goes to blast the boat. Oh, he's going to use a rocket launcher. Yeah. But there's a sneaky pirate who like grabs him from above, which is a terrible idea out. because they just start lighting up this boat with their machine gun. Well, and that guy's going to get killed too. Yeah. You're, you're going to sack. You're a pirate. You're not part of this army. Yeah. And he fucking, he dude, he stabs this dude with his giant oh, knife. Boy. And his blood just comes pouring out through oh, this hole. Yeah. What a terrible way to go. I mean, there's not a lot of great ways to go. This I is mean, this is bad. Well, this knife has been used for a few things already. So if that guy didn't die, he's got a really bad infection. But uh-huh. don't worry, he explodes in a second. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's no infection necessary here. No so infection. He cauterized the wound. Don't worry. So <laughs> Rambo, all his wounds. <laughs> Rambo blows up this other boat, dives off just in time for it to crash into the boat he's on, which explodes a moment before impact this is almost like a <laughs> like michael bay fire. size explosion except oh, yeah. it works and it makes sense do you think but it's made with fire fucking enormous and it's real do you yeah. think michael bay saw that and said i can do that better michael bay has got to be what at this, this this age like 10 years old just rubbing dick watching this movie um <laughs> this came out in what 85 85 he's so, probably like 20 he was already because i don't know how old he was but bad boys was michael 95. bay is like at okay. least 10 bad years boys older was than 95 us. and right. he had already done a bunch of like playboy stuff and whatever in, so like, michael bay 90s, is about so. 18 years old rubbing dick watching yeah. these explosions well, he was already directing playboy videos so, yeah. so that was his job the guy likes rubbing dick his job was rubbing dick <laughs> or getting people to rub their own dicks <laughs> i'm not gonna rub your dick but i'll get your dick rubbed by you speaking of softcore we think we've mentioned italian stallion right <laughs> yeah that was oh, Sylvester yeah. stallone's first motion picture it was a softcore porn yeah, yeah it's good times uh, so they're chasing him. They're launching mortars, and he's running through this rice paddy that they apparently grew for the movie, which is kind of cool. The helicopter's coming down. They're like, oh, shit, there he is. He's got a POW with him. And like all the people in the command center are like, yay. Mm-hmm. And then fucking we Murdoch, got one. Murdoch's like, Ur. gives them all a dirty Everyone look. Everyone, leave him. Yeah. Yeah, no, he's, he, t- he says, gives, it gives a command. He's like, this command center is code Delta, whatever the fuck he says, which means get the fuck out. Yeah. And now it's just me. And he tells uh, John Kreese... Yeah, abort, like pull out. No, nope, don't sweep the leg. Yeah, and he so he starts in the Trotman's like, well, we, they're literally right there. Just fucking get them. Which I understand you have to follow orders and stuff, but I feel like ninety nine percent of soldiers in this situation would just, just lower do the it. helicopter. They have to lower it another two feet. Yeah, let them grab on. He can he can pull that dude up. Yep, he can but throw then that we'd dude have to move in the movie be over. Yeah. I know, I know, but still, fuck these guys. I get what you're saying. John, they Kreese actually, actually hold Troutman looks, at gunpoint. John Kreese actually looks pretty worked up about it. Oh yeah, because Troutman's in the copter. By the way, he's in there. He's like, he's right, right there. Let's yeah. grab him. And then the blonde dude that has no words puts a gun on him. Is like, don't you fucking move. Well, he's got those words. Yeah, he had no words before. <laughs> no, but he's barely. Been, he's, just, you can't he's been a guy in the background wearing sunglasses. And, oh, that's what you've been. Oh, yeah. the one thing we did not mention is uh, product placement. Oh, yeah, Coke the Coke machine. machine. The Coke Give me machine. something cold. Yeah, and they focus on that <laughs> machine every angle. But my, in, my, in my head cannon, there are beers in there, and that's oh, why yeah. they didn't hit the dispenser the dispenser <laughs> button. Just opened up like, all right, here's some ham. Here's like, a you know silver bullet for I need, you. I need a soda machine that we fill with beers, but just randomly fill it, so you just push the button, Ooh. and a beer comes out, and that's what you're drinking. You put the good ones behind the diet. That way no <laughs> one goes for it. You're like, oh, I've got a real killer stout right there. Just hit that diet button. Cooking. <laughs> New investment. Yeah. There's a movie to talk about. <laughs> so, yeah, they're holding him at 
gunpoint, and he's he's has a good line where he's like, he calls them, he's like, you goddamn mercenaries, those are our men down there. And the guy's like, they're your men. Yeah. I'm like, well, no, you're all in the same army. No, if you're mercenaries. But you they're were, not actually mercenaries. You were army. <laughs> well, maybe maybe they're not. Maybe they're working for Murdoch. They're now bureaucrats as, now. As uh, you said uh, freelance. I would love to meet a bureaucrat. <laughs> Is that like Mayor McCheese? <laughs> Mayor McCheese <laughs> is the first burger crash. Oh my God. Did you know it's Grimace's birthday? No, I did not know that. Yeah. Oh. McDonald's. It had, I don't know. I got McDonald's the other day. And it's like, happy birthday, Grimace. And I was oh, like, oh, we're, we're still supporting shit. Grimace. <laughs> Well, they made they made uh, Ronald McDonald disappear when the murder clowns were going around, but yeah, the rest did. of the things are still on. So yeah, if somebody gets killed by a giant green or a purple gloop, then we'll take what away were those little if he had one eye and a horn. Filings called. Oh yeah, we, there's whole songs about that <laughs> tragedy. What, what were those little like moppet fry thingies? There was like a green one and a blue one. Oh, I don't, they look, look like pom poms. <laughs> yeah, they look like pom poms. Yeah, I don't. That's as much as I know about it. Okay. Anyways, back to murder. All I remember is when they uh, had those to Transformers toys that turned into McDonald's. I yes. have those. those are awesome. I have all. There's those. the French fry one, the Big Mac uh, one. My mom saved every nuggets single is a one of those. Yes. Well, okay, you're combining two of them because yeah. there, yeah, there are ones that were robots specifically and ones that were dinosaurs oh, and okay. food. I remember the dinosaur ones very well because I remember the, the the chicken nugget pterodactyl. The burger turned into like a stegosaurus-looking yeah. deal. Yeah, I have those and the original robot ones. That's awesome. Yeah, I'll, I'll bust them out someday when I find I them. I think we you should. Bring them over we can They're, play. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be our first YouTube video. It's just us doing the next Transformers it's movie. It's just but we're <laughs> focused on, on the Transformers on the table, not Transformers, us. the snackening. <laughs> So still stars Marky Mark then. <laughs> hey, what's it like wanting a burger? Hey, these french fries are trying to kill us, bro. Oh, man, you want to shake? You're never going to get vanilla. away. <laughs> Don't give me a chocolate shake. I'll throw in the fucking ground. <laughs> Troutman is yelling at uh, Murdoch. Murdoch at this point. Like They tell everybody to leave the command center, and he's yelling at him. And he's basically just like... This is when he's telling him, like, you're a bureaucrat. You're just trying to cover your ass. You don't give a shit about these men. You don't give a shit about Rambo. You know, Rambo! Uh, and this is when he mentions the... The uh, the money they were supposed to pay the yeah this is where you get plot and he's like and then that Mart Murdoch is like you think we should pay ransom for forgotten ghosts and he's like Oof. they're men I'm like, ghosts that that part of the message in this one is I, I get it's because it's not Stallone saying the line I guess right so it's a little more like damn that's fucked up it, this movie's giving uh, Krennum more to do yeah. Not as much as the third one. No. But more. Also, they ramp everything up in the third one, don't they? <laughs> I do want to say racism. that oh, yeah. Co, uh-huh. she did not want you to forget the name of this movie. Because oh, every time she talks. Rambo. 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 Why are you doing that, Rambo? Hey, Rambo. Hey, Rambo. Did you know your name's Rambo, Rambo? <laughs> hey, Rambo, Rambo. Rambo? Rambo. He's her beau. Rambo. They go back like because the guys obviously catch uh, when the helicopter leaves. They get swarmed on the hilltop, and they have this shot of like this pig pen thing or pig sty, <laughs> and there's like liquid shit coming out of <sighs> it. And they follow it down, and you already know where it's going, but you're just like, don't do that, please. And it gets no. down, and he's just Rambo <laughs> is just tied up in a. <laughs> <laughs> is that getting you? A little bit, right in, back here in a literal shit lake that's also full of leeches. I could yeah. smell it. Oh. Like I think one of these guys like spits on him at one point, and he's like, yeah. that's, he's welcoming that. Yeah, he's like, that's helping off. wash off some of the shit. But we do get some muddy cheeks. Yes, we do. <laughs> he's the uh, shit cheeks. Well, I'm calling them muddy cheeks, but you can <laughs> insert whatever you want for mud. <laughs> Uh, this is when we find out the Russians are still there, still helping, because uh, they show up, and the only 
villain in this entire movie that speaks English enters the movie. So, Other than Murdoch, I mean Murdoch's a villain, but sure. I mean as far as like the villains who get so I, I like this guy, but his his Russian accent was dropping. You want to know what would have been all awesome? the time? Huh. The person who was supposed to play him. Ooh, gimme, Ooh, gimme. Dish. Dolph Lundgren. <gasps> oh, my That would have been fantastic. God. Why if didn't he, dies, he do it? he dies, No, that's yeah. fucking so much better. Well, that right there is why he isn't playing him. They had already signed him to a contract, but then Stallone realized that they were going to be using him for Rocky Four. So fucking right? what? And yeah, he didn't want it to be like Stallone and L- Dolph Lundgren, Stallone and Dolph Lundgren. Yeah. But they make to be great Stallone, You know what I mean? I don't know how old he would have been at this point. I don't know the actor's name, but in Snatch, the guy that plays Boris the Blade. Oh, yeah. What what was he doing at this time <laughs> in life? Because at least he's got a good, believable, thick Russian accent. This guy starts good, but at the very end, it's like, I know, governor. This, yeah, guy's got, this guy's got a real, like, he's a real Russian. His name is Steven Burkoff. <laughs> <laughs> he also played Victor Maitland in Beverly Hills Cop. Okay. So. Oh, but oh, his, yeah, that's I recognize that mole right there on the yeah, head. Mole, his mole, henchman, mole. Yuri. Yes. Uh, no, from, y- y- Yunshin. Is Yunshin? he? So is he from Lionheart? Yes. Okay, because I'm looking at this guy and I'm like, man, I, he's really well, familiar. Because speaking of snatch, she I was thought like, she was like, that don't call her that. that. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, it can't be him, but it looks like. Um, I was like lock, stock, and two smoking barrels, yeah. or bullet tooth Tony. Yes, yeah. bullet tooth Tony. Yeah, Vinnie Jones. It's just, it looks like Vinnie Jones. I was like, it does look like it could be Vinnie Jones' grandfather or something. But uh-huh. then when it's actually it, Vinnie Johansson in this one. <laughs> but when we got a good shot of his face, I was like, you know who the fuck that is? I That's picked that, uh, that mole. Boy, <laughs> Speaking, he, of he has moles. a real like a longer Russian name, but his name he went by because people couldn't. Yeah, maybe he didn't want to sound so Russian because it was yeah. the 80s. I don't know. It was Voyo Garrick, but it's like a Voyoslavsky. I something. looked it up on IMDb and uh, I was like, I'm not even going to try same. to pronounce that. I'm not. Yeah. But he was, he was in Lionheart. He was one of the uh, the guys that was following uh, Van Damme around. At, at the risk of sounding racist, was it Mustafa? Mustafa, yeah. yeah okay. Mustafa. Mufasa. I don't think there was a T. Do it again. Do it again. Does that make me the one that's just going to go? Yeah. Yes, it does. It makes me. Because you just did it better than I could. So So I'm Whoopi. You're. Cheech Marin. Yeah. And I'm. And I got hit in the head. This is bad movie. Does anybody know who played him? No. Probably Cheech also. <laughs> it's just Cheech laughing. <laughs> it's just Chong. It's they got Chong him laughing. <laughs> I mean, they got him stoned. He showed up that way. He's like, my buddy needs some work. He's like, well, he just needs to laugh. You know, that's fine. He's got this. <laughs> he's, I'll he's, take that part. He's got a company. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's called Chong's Bongs. I think he'll be fine. So, yeah, they the Russian guy is basically trying to tell him to call the headquarters and tell them, to like back off or whatever, and so he can be I, interrogated. I didn't really follow like, what he wanted. I don't know. He wanted him to call them for some Th- that reason. That was apparent. Like, like he's like, make the call, make the call. But yeah. I don't like. Was he gonna tell him like, we're good here, or did he want to yeah. set up a trap? Like, hey, send your I people. Think, I think that was it. I think he wanted them to know that he was gonna be interrogated. He was, which means tortured. Gotcha. I, I I don't. It wasn't really that clear. Uh, when he is like, he's like, make the call, and he like holds the thing up to him. He's like, fuck you. Yeah, this is nice. It's, I like it's his, a nice he's tightening his you. grip on this microphone. Murdoch, Murdoch, I'm coming oh, for yeah. you. I'm coming for you. Yeah, oh, great. That's dude. fucking great when he does finally Boom! call him. I'm coming for you. <laughs> fucking hits the Podorsky or whatever the guy Podovsky, the main Russian. Yeah. in the face, and then pushes, Victor Maitland pushes the Yunshin guy or Yunshin, whatever his name is. I'm gonna say it like it's Asian, but it is Yunshin. I'm pretty in sure the it wasn't the wasn't it Yuri as the character. No, in the credits, it's it's Y-U-N-S-H-I-N, but it's oh. Russian. Maybe he so. called him Uni. 
Maybe. Oh, whatever yeah, he it might is. have called him Uni. Mustafa. He pushes him into this like electric mattress spring that they were using to torture him. Uh huh. Which is like the classic, like you know, you've, the, that's the thing people remember from this, and you've seen it in other stuff. But well, because right, when we, he's we tied skipped to, over like, the torture, the, yeah, he's tied to an electric uh, uh, bed frame. Yeah, it's just the spring. They, they've from been a heating mattress. up his knife in the coals. Yeah, they drag it across Rambo's face, which he he winces, but he and he's like, oh, you're no, you're no, uh, you're uh, no stranger to stranger pain. to pain. They bring in the POW. This fucking POW's got balls of steel because yeah. they go put it in his eye and they're don't holding him down and he goes don't anything. you say anything don't make the call and he's like he he repeats it again because they're going after his eyes like don't do it and i'm like man this guy's just wishing for death at this point yeah well, i mean he's been through a lot you know yeah uh and i mean he does tell him like don't do it and that's why he gives in but again he doesn't do anything he just yeah. tells him good for you so i'm coming for you lone wolf to lion den he he really hey, perked up that fuck, paralyzed i'm face. coming for you and then he hey turns mother around, bitch hey. <laughs> oh, let's get out of here he used up the last of his good words for that line <laughs> he had some stem cells injected directly into his lips um, that's how that works yeah i think so all right oh and while this is going on co has showed up dressed like a prostitute yes and she's sneaking through the camp to help him which she doesn't. I mean, she does end up shooting a couple guys. She like, helps him, but, but I mean, he's I already like he's, in the process yeah. of escaping when she arrives to him. But she's sneaking through the camp trying to get to him to help him. Which but is she's cool. being all wimbly and nimbly, and then he sees her out the window or under something. Is that why he went for he's, it? Yeah, he oh, okay. saw her. I didn't see that he saw her. Okay. He's like, "Fuck it, let's get yeah, this on." Yeah, that's exactly why. Okay. And he does grab like some grenades, and she, Whitney was like, "Why only grab one grenade?" Because they show him grab one, but he clearly has more. It was a belt of grenades, <laughs> yeah. apparently. <laughs> and you can't tell either. Does they're escaping through the jungle, uh, Rambo through the jungle? <laughs> you bring him back. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and back. Look at you that. can't tell if it's day or night because they're they're escaping. I think at night. it's dusk. Well, they're escaping at night. And you have the helicopter oh, yeah. with the light, but sometimes when they're in the jungle, it's clearly the middle of the day, and yeah. sometimes it's nighttime. But that's not the only time that happens in this movie, by the way. Like later on with the rain, it's like, when were you filming this? Mm -hmm. Do you know what I'm talking about? No, oh, I don't know the scene. Oh, Rainbow but... has magical drying hair. It's fine. Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's very mixed, but it's you know whatever. It is what it is. It's a Some hard term they put on that. <laughs> <laughs> There's sometimes he comes out of the. Oh, it's after the mud scene, and then he cleans yeah. off, and then. Beautifully blown dry hair. Well, that's like a mud bath. See, it's oh, really yeah. good that's for your hair. That's why he came follicles. out looking so refreshed. Apparently, mm -hmm. uh, the helicopter is like hunting him. Uh, this is so they they get away. It's back to my like, fear of helicopters, man. They're coming for you. <laughs> you know, it started with this, and then uh, there was Goodfellas. Uh -huh. I was like Ray Liotta's waiting for you. <laughs> Terrified Rest of helicopters. <laughs> I'm looking up, guys. I saw you duck. I saw you flinch. Looking up through the window, I know. Of the car, you know, it's all the cocaine. Um, so much cocaine. <laughs> so they they get away and they're waiting by the and they're by this river like, for whatever reason, just hanging out because like, oh well, we can't hear them, so we must be safe. And this is when they kiss, and she's like, "Oh, you take me with you?" And he's like, "Yeah, nothing probably. ominous about this. Sure, why not?" I, 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 I was like, "Oh, she's gonna kiss him, and now she's dead." Oh yep. no, bleep and bleep called it too. They were just like, "She's dead now, right?" But they didn't realize how quick she yeah. was going to be dead. They figured like, oh, <laughs> she'll, she'll die in like the final mission yeah, trying to I get him out. Die at the end of the movie. Two steps away from kissing his dude. <laughs> yeah, they stop kissing. Shot through the she heart. stands up. <laughs> yes, and shot through the heart. It is <laughs> too late. It's too late. <laughs> Adrian! You gave your blouse a blood stain. <laughs> Yeah, Which, he, he just yells Adrian, and it's like, that's not even the girl. <laughs> not yet. So what's great, though, is 
he uses part of this dress as a uh, uh, the yeah the, the iconic bandana yeah right. I pictured this thing a lot more red in my brain, and I couldn't remember like think if it was maybe because of Gremlins. Oh, when Gizmo goes all yeah. his is bright well, red or Hot Shots Part Two. Yeah, correct. But then when I see number three, it's red. It's bright, vibrant yeah. red. That's the red I thought it was. <laughs> okay, because in the first one he has one, but it's old tater sack. I yes, because <laughs> this he's one co- he's got one. It's, but it's his wound. It's covering you know, his wounds. Red is very good for sneaking around in jungles. Uh, like you have a bright red thing on your head. No one yeah. can see. Yeah, but they yeah. also can't tell maybe if you're think, bleeding. Maybe he thinks of it like a snake. He's like, if they see me, they'll think I'm poisonous. No, they're gonna see red and be like, ah, oh, well, at least he's a communist. <laughs> he's sneaking around, <laughs> but he's a communist that's sneaking around. I do have to mention I'll though, let fly. right before they kiss, I got a very like Team America vibe where she's like, you know, promise you'll take me with yeah, you, you and it'll be over. You. And I got that whole thing of like, I promise I will <laughs> never die. <laughs> She's like, if you said you promised you would never die, I'll sleep with you right now. Yeah. I promise. That's exactly how I felt. She's like, yeah, uh, no, you can come with me. We'll stop fighting. I'll It'll take be great. you with me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Just two steps away. <laughs> and then he puts the necklace <laughs> on. Uh, brings good luck. Which, it works really well for her. Which it- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, kiss, the- kiss, bang, bang, she did, right? Like- <laughs> the position of it, though, like, could you imagine your oh, Adam's apple? Just like on, going up and under. <laughs> on him, it's a fucking choker. <laughs> on her, it was like a nice little dangly piece of like yeah. it gets turquoise a Buddha. Thing in the next movie. Yeah, but, but when he puts it on right now, <laughs> yeah. the props department did not give him a bigger one. No, they did not. <laughs> like, this is this one. He's like, oh. it's probably the same one. He just had a much thicker neck than her. Yeah. He improved it. <laughs> yeah, he did. He's like, he oh, tied I it. I he didn't my clasp character it. Would, uh, loot her body and maybe she squeeze a boob. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna tip. You just give her, like, give her a hunk, hunk, <laughs> hunk, uh, hunk. So Troutman gets arrested by Murdoch. I mean, they don't really ever see it. He says that. Yeah. But he's like, you know, we're going to, you know, what are you going to do? You're just going to leave him there? And he's like, well, like you said, Colonel, he went home. Yeah. Nah. Fuck, Fuck that off. guy. <laughs> uh, Go back so to running a honky tonk This asshole. is where we get, which in the special features, the, I don't know if it was the effects guys or somebody referred to as the maiming montage. Um, there's, there was a maiming montage in the first movie, yeah, and people loved it, so they were like, well, "Let's do it in this one." Maiming montage. So it's when he's like sneaking around in the rain, picking off these Russian he's soldiers. He's pissed now. Ka-choo! Yeah. Ka-choo! Oh, yeah. he sends so many <laughs> Russian. This actually, at one point, it's kind of like a, a very horror esque because yeah. you don't see him, and there's one of the Russian guys walks by two rocks, and Rambo starts pulling him in. This guy can't even scream. Yeah, he's so scared. <laughs> he's just pulling him in. You hear like a squelch. Yeah, he's like, uh, and uh, that's uh, it. I was like, man, that's pretty fucking Pulls him cool. Down into the crevice between the rocks. I love him being painted. I made him rewind it. I was oh, like, the mud. Yes, oh, yeah, the which mud. is very much the the uh, David Caruso stab in the in first the forest. Movie, yeah, where he's like, where he's hiding down and he stabs him in the asshole. This one, he's he's <laughs> right doing the, the, the predator thing, which again, they, apparently predator stole, mm-hmm. where he's completely covered in mud, eyes closed, everything up against a mud wall, and the soldier's standing there, and he just you just see the eye open, and you're just like. Oh. Um, I also rewound it. <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, did I see him there? And like, dude, it's good. It is good. That, that fucking bright ass white eye opens up. You're like, oh shit. Yeah, it's like the other one though. Once you know he's there, you're like, oh, there he is. Yeah. But you wouldn't see it. Yeah. And they did a good by. job of keeping yeah. it out of focus. Yes. Just enough that when it does focus in, that's when you see him. Yeah. I mean, look, look at you our know who TV. didn't see him. This is where I noticed the the big change because it's this heavy rain. He's in the mud at that scene. He's completely covered head to toe in mud. And then, it just... and then the next scene, he is running between trees, bone dry. His clothes are dry. His hair is dry. He's perfectly clean. The ground is dry. 
the fucking humid jungle is now dry. So like, it's just <laughs> bad editing. And not just that him, but all the bad guys, too. Yeah. So it's like they shot on a different day, and they were like... Well, they didn't. I don't think they planned. Maybe they didn't plan on that one being in the rain. Yeah, it just and happened. They, so they didn't have like a rain machine or like a, a big hose, I guess. Uh, <laughs> a rain okay. machine. So you mean a sprinkler? The, the dry one was shot in Mexico. <laughs> and the wet one was in Thailand. So yeah, it's very dry and clear. And he goes into this village where there's like monks praying and shit. And then this village just gets just demolished. Ugh. Like, he does not try to help these people no. in the slightest. He's, he's just running through. Destroy your homes he's like, and kill through. dozens of you, but I got to save my six colleagues here. <laughs> <laughs> you know these six people that don't actually live in this country. I'm gonna go save them. <laughs> Fuck to your take house. it back. Taking it back. Taking it back. That's when he's like sneaking through the reeds and he sees the chicken. And yeah, my first thought was Hot Shots like, Pardue that has, chicken in the bow and arrow has left an imprint on me. Apparently, Derek. <laughs> But he, it's, it's kind of fucked up, but it's a, I mean, it's a good plan. He cuts the chicken's throat, basically, and like rubs the blood as he goes through the reeds. Uh-huh. So they think they're following his blood trail. And it turns out they were following a chicken blood that, slash well, gas along with gasoline. Yeah. <laughs> I and mean, he just lights these reeds chicken up. wasn't going to have a good life anyway. I'm okay <laughs> with it. I mean, the chicken was going to be, it was going to be, it was going to have its throat cut and it was going to be put over fire. Yeah. Well, things were going to happen well, to it. He fulfilled this <laughs> destiny. <laughs> uh, he uses the exploding arrow tips to like set it off and like. The RPGs. Yeah. <laughs> and. The, the reeds go up and the village starts going up and uh, they built like a 10 huts and they just shot stuff from different angles and stuff to make it look like there was more stuff. Oh, okay. But they Same. blew up five of them. Oh. But every time they blew them up, they'd use like three cameras or whatever. So you had so, different angles. Yeah, so like gotcha. you'd see the same hut exploding, but it's completely different, 180 degree different view, stuff like that. So it looks like a bunch of different huts. Again, I like it in this movie. I, I like what they're doing. I'm wondering if, oh, that wouldn't be the one. It would be when he, like the last, last one with the helicopter, right? Where the the special effects guy was. Oh, it could have been. I did, who knows? I mean, it's it just said during an explosion. Well, rest so. in pictures, my dude. Yeah, absolutely. Um, rest in pictures. This was, I got another Team America vibe from this one because he's just, Torturing these, torching these people's village, and it's just like America. <laughs> Fuck yeah! Because <laughs> he is just having the time of his life. <laughs> he is. He's at home here. I mean, I know that like this whole thing is supposed to be him like leaving that soldier thing behind. I he is having a fun. He embraced time. it. This guy has never lived so well. You want me to be a killer? I'll show you a fucking killer. <laughs> you oh, killed man. my girlfriend. You killed. I just made out with her for the first time. I actually am kind of a virgin. You killed my girlfriend. <laughs> there's easily to a, die. there's a chance that Rambo <laughs> could be a virgin. I mean, he joined the military. I mean, pretty cool. Was, it, was, it was cut from the first movie, but there was that deleted scene where uh, he was hanging out with his friends at the the whorehouse. And he goes and bangs like Miss January or some shit from. Plain, oh plain, yeah, it was in deleted scenes. Oh okay, yeah, I'm very a, unaware. So was, that's the was, only we, person we, we he mentioned slept it with. during the last episode because uh, it was cut because it was when he's in the cave and he's hiding and he's like by the fire before they come for him. And it shows and it's like a flashback yeah. of him with his friends and he gets to hook up with this girl who was like a penthouse pen mate. Or that's because somebody like me pal. was like, oh, I bet he's a virgin. <laughs> Stallone's like, no fucking way. I beg to play, baby. He has sex exactly zero times, at least in the first four of these movies. He doesn't have time. <laughs> no time for boning. <laughs> like, I can bone or I can murder. Maybe that's why he's so good at killing. It's just all this pent up, pent up sexual, sexual frustration. frustration. Yeah. He only killed 59 people in his entire tour of Vietnam because he was fucking. He was getting that strange. He killed more in two days because he's not fucking. Yep. He's been in that prison go. camp for a while. and you know, he's, Three years. Yeah. Not fucking. I'm going to stop having sex and become a murdering machine. So this, this head. Aren't good. you almost there? Uh, not having sex or murder machine. Murder machine. <laughs> I'm almost there. 
I'm close. <laughs> I mean, we're all one step away. We're all. One I'm just bad one day bad away. comment <laughs> away, dude. <laughs> one day from a McGuire. I'm I'm always one getting cut off in traffic away from becoming a mass murderer. <laughs> oh my uh, gosh! That's how that is the last straw too. <laughs> it's just traffic. Dude, if it ever happens, I'll, I'm, it'll be full Michael Douglas like falling down. Like mm-hmm. I'll be in traffic, some kids screaming next to me, the AC in the car quits working. I just get out and walk away and start murdering people. They just, I won't exclusively murder minorities like he does in that movie, but right, like, <laughs> just murder people in general. A better version of mass murder <laughs> yeah. is what I'm going for. I call it Darwinism. <laughs> when you kill people? <laughs> yes. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, she's Darwin. <laughs> yeah, you were too stupid to get away from me, so you don't deserve to live. Pretty much. It's thinning out the herd. <laughs> if you were slower that. than me, you die. Yeah, I'm all for the killing. <laughs> so the, the head like Vietnamese soldier who's played the, by a guy. I think his name was George Chung. He's been in a bunch of stuff. Yeah, I recognized like, him. He, By the way, it's worth noting, he's the one that shot... The girlfriend. Yes. It was specifically him. His bullets are the ones that did it. But yeah, so this head Vietnamese guy sees Rambo across this river, and he's trying to shoot him, and he can't hit... Rambo is just standing on top of a rock as an open target. Maybe plot armor, but (laughs) this guy's got an AK-47 and missing every single fucking shot. (laughs) The wind. And the progression is hilarious, because, okay, so you can't shoot him with this, you start running away, because you see Rambo's pulling out an RPG. yeah. 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 His Rambo-propelled grenade. And, and this guy starts to run away. Okay, good. You're smart. He stops and pulls out his sidearm That's that has less range than your rifle. Definitely yeah. less. I, mean, I, mean, I, would imagine, I don't know a lot about guns. I would imagine maybe it's slightly more accurate, but you're still far no, away. No, it's not. And from, from, I, that like from that AKs distance. AKs aren't that accurate, right? I mean, AKs are. I mean, they, they aren't as accurate as other uh, um, like assault rifles. Assault rifles. But sorry, hunting rifles. I would. <laughs> I need it for deer. America. I would take this in distance over any sort of uh, sidearm that you're pulling out. Okay. okay. So you are the gun guy. Um, when he's like crawling in the mud right before they get caught, I know we just stepped back a little bit. What gun is? Because I was like, is that gun useless now that it's just covered in mud? AK-47s are okay. So infamous that, that for was being able to stand up to shit like this. That's one of the few things I knew. I was like, if he has the M16 or whatever that he probably started with, yeah. then it's it's bad done. news bears. But if he stole one of their guns, it's fine. The, that's the, the, the reason that's what Kalashnikovs are so used by uh, more poor countries is. Cheapness, ease of use. Children can be trained to take them apart and clean them and put them together, and they will not fail. Okay. Like, they just don't. But now back to the point, though, it is going to be less precise than a lot of other things of this That's why you just aim and spray. Yep. But the (laughs) uh, spray and pray. One of the coolest things in this movie happens right now, because he takes out the exploding arrow, his RPG, and launches an exploding arrow into one man oh. and this dummy explodes it is so good miraculously yeah so good the just person boom, smoldering <laughs> the person who did editing on this did an amazing job because that man is standing there until that very last second i know you don't like the sound that the bow uh, the arrows make this one's okay this one is okay this is where you have that yeah, sound yeah. every other one should be whisper quiet everyone should be Especially, just yeah yeah not that's the point pew! <laughs> So this one needs to be that pew, but yeah. it, it, it's fucking good. I yeah. just watched a movie that we might have to cover, even though I thought it was a great movie, but it's a cheesy, campy. It's a uh, mid-90s, like Hong Kong, or maybe late 80s Hong Kong action flick. Uh, really great, like, international cast. Everybody's speaking their own language, which is kind of, like, realistic. Like, people speaking Cantonese and Polish and English and whatever. Yeah. But it's called Undeclared War, and the villain of the movie is Vernon Wells, who he was in uh, The Road Warrior... Um, he was in 
Commando. He's the mesh oh, mesh tank I got guy you. from Commando. Yeah. I know. I know who you're saying. And he gets stop me at mesh. <laughs> <laughs> he gets exploded with a grenade, at, or I think it's a grenade at, towards the end of the movie. And yeah, they like lift him up on this like doll like rope thing, and he just blows up in the air, and it's just like raining chunks and mist oh, on everybody. That's good. And I saw Dope. this, and that's immediately what I thought of. I was it's like, oh, raining wells. <laughs> Hallelujah. That guy's awesome. Yeah, uh, he had a whole thing on that about how he hates CG stunts. That's awesome. Good man. Yeah. He was like, you know, Let's oh, get him on the podcast. We're going to have you do this. Let's do it. He's like, your, you know, your character is going to do this and that, and he's going to fall through this and jump over that and do this. And he's like, okay, when do we do it? And he's like, oh, no, 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 we're doing it later in a computer. And he's yeah, like, well, I'm, you, I'm here right now. It. Like, I'm here. Let's, let me do it. <laughs> it's literally what I get paid to do. That's a breed, though. Different yeah. movie. Yeah. Well, I mean, he is from fucking Mad Max days. I mean, yep. I mean Road a... Warrior and stuff. That was shot with a zero budget in the middle of fucking nowhere, Australia. Yeah. <laughs> it's a dying generation. Was he the one in the leather underwear? Guy? No, he's not that guy. It's not him. He's the one. Oh, with, he's got like the he's feathers. He's the one with the mohawk and the feathers yes, and shit. Yes, 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 yes. That's Vernon Wells. I think he reprises that role in Weird Science, too. He is in Weird, uh, not Weird, Weird Science, Science too. as well. Weird Science as well. Yeah. Thank you. He is also in Weird Science. Yeah. yeah. He's awesome. Mustafa shows up again here in the helicopter. Yeah. I don't know if this is like napalm or what this is that he drops. This yeah, this bomb. This bomb that he's dropping. It's almost like a depth charge, except for it's not for going underwater. Because they use it in three also. Uh-huh. So it's a, obviously it's a Russian weapon. Yeah, it's in some, some incendiary fucking bomb. But he drops this thing on this water. It's the reason I thought it was napalm is because he drops on this waterfall and the waterfall, all the water uh-huh. goes up in flames and Rambo jumps out just in time, of yeah, course. Yeah, of course. You get that slow motion jumping away. He's got a sense explosion. for napalm. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of awesome. And then the helicopter, like they're trying to shoot him f- from a higher height. And I guess they lower themselves down really you low. You don't to see look him lower him. it. No. And then he just fucking Jason Voorhees is out of the lake, grabs this dude and pulls him into the <laughs> lake. I laugh so hard because this helicopter is a foot above the water. Yes. You can go up like nine feet and see just fine. And this guy cannot leap out of the water and grab people. It's funny. It's 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 still good action, but it's like, man, you, well, why are you here? Well, let's, he thought he got him. You are taking away all advantage of you having a helicopter, though. <laughs> yes, it was a hundred percent the end of fucking the first Friday the Thirteenth, though. It just needed like that, bling, 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 <laughs> like soundtrack of him just yanking that dude into the water. Uh, and then he goes in and he fights. We get the big he, man fight. Yeah, he fights the big dude on the helicopter. Oh, the and, like, helicopter. You, know, you can see him it? pushing him toward the edge. You see what's coming a million miles away. He fucking like kick flips him over his head, not like a skateboard, but like no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Over. No, he did That'd not be awesome. He did not kickflip <laughs> this dude. He did not ollie this guy. There was no 50 50. <laughs> no no grinding. side fakie. <laughs> 900s this guy right out of the plane. <laughs> he does do a couple flips. And yeah, he does. He might, we, we might get a 900 out of this. And then oh, did you see his tuck barrel roll as he falls out, though? No. Do a barrel uh, roll. Yeah, he like he tucks it. Like that stunt guy has it tucked as he's falling out. Safety first. Safety Somebody first. Died. Um, the pilot, he goes up to the pilot, and the pilot's just like, that's cool. Smartest guy in the movie. Jumps out of that but fucking his, he takes his helmet off before he jumps out. I'm like, dude, that could have saved your life. It might be connected. No, yeah, it no, comes out with plane. him. Like, But it's by a... Head uh, cable oh, for the headset. I didn't think about that. I didn't. Okay, but that he makes does sense jump then. out, and like unfortunately, he does not jump out above the water. Yeah. <laughs> he jumps out above jagged rocks. rocks, so he's probably dead too. Call to the he first one. Uh, art Galt death from the first yeah. movie. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, pal, you're the Art Galt. This one, and then he, he just fucking 
levels their camp. Like he goes over with these missiles and guns, and I'm like, that POW thing is in this camp. I know it's off to the side, and you know where it is, oh, ho, but you ho. better be careful. Now dude. I've got a helicopter. <laughs> now I've got a helicopter. Yeah, <laughs> you're yeah. not wrong. <laughs> and he's I kept love upgrading because he's just firing, <laughs> he's leveling up this entire movie. <laughs> yes. And that's what we should do, right? He's but he's going crazy and he's just firing and he's just <laughs> Oh, speaking of screaming. So he's actually giving himself pre-TSD right now. <laughs> apparently there's a cut scene from the movie right after uh Ko gets murdered where they do that thing that's been in other movies that is always funny and that's been made fun of a thousand times where like he kneels over her body and yells into the sky and you have like the three pan out zooms, you know? And like you can hear it through echoing through the jungle. And all the Russian guys are like, sounds like old demon is alive in this jungle. <laughs> well, the audience, apparently the test audience, cracked the fuck up. <laughs> so they were like, all right, cutting that yeah. scene. I don't think you're supposed to be laughing after the love interest. How do you was know murdered. it didn't work? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's supposed to be this big emotional time and everyone started cracking up, so we cut it. Good. Good job. Good, yeah. good cut. But this is where we get just massive amounts of glorious explosions. There's just exp- there's explosions for the next seven minutes, basically. However and long I'm just it is. singing America, America. <laughs> and he pulls off this mounted gun. Yeah. And this is where he's like, and this exact scene is what I use for which you don't see often because we haven't done many of these, but it's for the Schlock and Load logo. Uh-huh. Is him holding this mounted shirtless. gun with the wrap around, with the thing wrapped around his arm, just firing. That's it's like the, I saw the exact shot and I was like, "That's the one." That's it. <laughs> so he uses all nine yards. Do you know where that expression comes from? That's how long the that's rope how, is. Yeah, the belt fed. That's it's nine yards of ammunition. Huh. So people would like give him all nine yards. Like that's it. Use, well, he uses don't it twice, spare any he ammo. Uses it now on the village, and then when he gets back to the kit, the <laughs> base, he uses it to just unload on this fucking base too. Yeah. So he gives you know uh, eighteen yards. There we <laughs> go. Loaded. He does a front and back. Uh huh. Well, who doesn't? Uh, he so he gets all the POWs out by somehow miraculously not killing any of them in all these explosions. And he didn't gunshots. want to, so he didn't. That's yeah. a, it's as simple as that. Rambo shoots where Rambo wants to I mean, shoot. He has control. This is early in these kind of movies again, and like we see these tropes a lot, where like whatever the good guy wants is what happens, and like you said, uh-huh. it's plot armor. So he's, he's got he's plot aiming too. Plot he's got plot armor. He's got plot aiming. <laughs> this guy is set. Uh, and there's like a helicopter chase, which is pretty exciting. And the director actually said he's like. Uh, I don't see any point of doing like helicopters like high up, whatever. He's like, you fly them low and you fly them fast, which sounds cool until we just recently <laughs> watched the thing about the Twilight Zone movie where they flew the helicopters too low and they did the explosions oh. and the helicopter crashed down and killed the Vic, Vic Morrow and those two kids. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta be careful well, flying I, those helicopters I watched, uh, I heard an interview about one of the helicopter pilots. I think it might be for the third one, but it doesn't matter. There's a lot of helicopters. But he talks about the explosions create like some sort of thermal yeah. pocket. Like you can't just fly through an explosion. Yeah, it, no. it messes up your whole. Well, that's exactly everything. what happened in the Twilight Zone movie. Like yeah. that's that famous thing about those people died. And it was like literally like the helicopter was too low. The explosions were too, too big. Mu- too big. Because yeah. they were bigger than they like. Uh, the they weren't supposed to be that big. Made them yeah. bigger than they had planned on them being. Helicopter lost control and literally chopped Vic Morrow and two children in half. Yikes! Yeah. 
Quick way to I go, mean, I guess. Probably more than half, but you know what I mean? He literally killed them on camera, and they used the shot, not of them actually dying, but the well, good. crashing and stuff. <laughs> like, they used the shot, which is fucked up. I mean, is it fucked no, up, No, I though? think it's, I, they I, died for a reason. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. go on record now. If I die doing this podcast, these kids, these I want kids, you to use it. These kids were working, like, it. illegally, and, like, it's Yeah, everything about stuff. that shit was shoddy. Like John Landis made a lot of mistakes there but hey you know what whatever <laughs> he made some good movies too um <laughs> redemption so they like the the helicopter's about to go down it looks like there's all this smoke coming out and uh they, the other guy shoots the with the cool like armed russian helicopter with all the big missiles and stuff he shoots this big explosion this is a warbird and the helicopter dope a rambo and company are on is gone so he's like oh, okay i shot him down and i immediately was like he's gonna fly forward and rambo's gonna right up behind him right just a no, no. He's gonna do some helicopter pranks. Yeah, he is gonna <laughs> pretend fakey. Which, he by the possums. way, this is kind of dumb. Because so, all right. So Victor Maitland pulls his warbird over the cliff yeah. and sees our helicopter, the, the the POWs and Rambo's helicopter, just sitting on a rock in the middle of a creek, if you will. <laughs> and you know, he's like, ah, I must have got them. Ha ha ha. And then our guy Rambo. Pops a little fucking uh, pretending it's he's not, dead. Yeah, pretend right. he's sleeping or dead. It's not an RPG, but it's like a little it's pocket a rocket bazooka, launcher, yeah, a little bazooka. And he puts it out the hole in the window and shoots this guy down. By the way, yeah, because Victor so Maitland, stupid. Victor Maitland's flying this helicopter like closer. Like he's like, oh, let me look through. Are the window. Are you out of ammunition? Yeah. Are you out of fucking rockets? Up. Are you yeah. out of those depth charges or bullets? <laughs> like, go to town on this fucking guy. That's if what I'm I would ram- do. So what I would have done, if I'm writing this movie... I can't do any more shooting. They get mad for me spending all the money. <laughs> oh, no, he has plot armor. <laughs> this is tough predicament. Oh, no, gun is plot jammed. <laughs> plot jammed? <laughs> That's great. But if I'm Rambo, what I'm doing is I'm, everything he's doing is fine. Have that little helicopter there, but you jump out. And you have your little bazooka on the side of the crick. Yeah, he shoots it through that little tiny hole in the glass. Like, if you hiccup. At all. <laughs> at all. Don't fucking fart while you're shooting this bazooka yeah. through an empty or a broken, jagged glass. It, I think I think there was a quick shot, right, of, of Victor Maitland. Yeah. The guy just, his, like, eyes, like, the whole, like, oh, like, oh. shock thing oh, right before shit. he explodes. <laughs> oh, fuck he me. He was not sleeping at all. <laughs> he gets me. He is very good actor, <laughs> He play helicopter <laughs> prank. This no good. <laughs> and so fucking stupid. They still have to fly this busted ass helicopter out, right? And he's like, prepare for you emergency can, landing. You can but see at one point fine. somebody with like almost like a fire extinguisher. Yeah, just squirting. spraying it out. Like it, it, nothing. There's no motor that's on fire. I don't there's understand just, where this thing fires coming out. There's just a guy like holding it down. Like keep it cool, man. Keep it cool. <laughs> Well, and it's like because it got shot. And it's supposed to be like the fuel. I'm assuming, like I don't know what it is. Yeah, it happens in the next one too. There's a helicopter with just white smoke coming out of it. It's like they have a fog machine inside the helicopter. Maybe it's just, just a, a victim to HD. Like you yeah, didn't, you it, didn't see this. Yeah, it just looks like a helicopter smoking. It's like oh, something bad happened. Yeah, I do notice when it lands here at the base, and like after after all this stuff happens, that he walks out, and like the helicopter is still on fire. I'm like, do you not have a fire department? <laughs> no, but they have they have people with actual fire extinguishers just waving. But nothing's coming out of it. <laughs> There's <laughs> black smoke coming off this helicopter. This thing is going to this explode. Pop, this prop isn't real. Just pantomime it. We're, we're already rolling. Just pantomime yeah. it. We can't fuck up this shot. When he lands with all the POWs here, like everybody in the command center starts like cheering. They're and like, Murdoch yeah, they just landed. gives them like a stare of death. They're all like, yeah. Ooh. And Murdoch runs away. He gave him like a look like your stepdad's trying to watch his programs and you were speaking way too loud. Yes. Oh my God. I'm going to get the belt. You know my stepdad? No, I know mine. <laughs> <laughs> and then Murdoch has this 
like when he lands and they're like, oh, Rambo's here with all the POWs. Murdoch's like, oh, fuck. He's got this look on his face like something. He dips. He's like. He runs away to hide in the next room. I'm like, I would have jumped in a Jeep and taken off. How far can I drive? Hey, uh, hey that flaming helicopter, is that uh, still running? <laughs> I'm just going to borrow that real quick. I'm going to relocate it. I'll be back. He Gone. gets off the helicopter Rambo, not Murdoch, and <laughs> he takes the mounted gun again, wraps the shit around his arm, fucking clocks John Kreese in the face. Yeah, twice. Because yes. he's like, hey, good to see you, buddy. And he's just like, whack. <laughs> and then he doesn't fall, so he hits him again. And he goes into the thing, and no one stops him. Like He runs into the command center. You and see like, this shirtless dude carrying nine yards of ammunition? Like, well, he's going to go kill our boss. Yep. Well, fuck that guy. I mean, I guess, you know, fuck him, right? He deserves to die. Yeah, we don't like him. But I was sitting here he thinking. Canceled, I was he like, canceled pizza day. <laughs> Casual Fridays are dead now, thanks we to We didn't Murdoch. even get our annual pizza party. What's the point? <laughs> he ordered two pizzas. Like <laughs> He got two cheese pizzas. Some of us like toppings. The night shift didn't even get any. <laughs> I feel like I'm back at the grocery store working. He gave me the donate to charity slice. Oh, <laughs> uh, so he shoots up the bleep bloop command center and like uses the entire nine yards nine presumably yards? well they shot some of it so yeah like seven and a half yards just blasting this entire command center to Which pieces they said this was the most difficult shot in the movie because oh, they really? had one chance for it because of how many squibs went in and how he had to pan perfectly with it. The gun was firing blanks, obviously. obviously like, yeah. It was no live they ammo. just let him shoot it up. No one I agree, dude. Like, clear the fucking room. <laughs> you get some of that Mythbusters fucking glass. Yeah. Yeah. But no, it's 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 not it's not squibs, but they're Whatever basically the, the squibs. bullet hit explosions. Yeah. Yeah. Squibs are with blood. I don't think they're called squibs. There is, yeah, there is a name squibs. for yeah. it, but I'm not... It's not in my brain, so I'm going to call them squibs. But yeah, they use a bunch of them for this fucking scene. It's awesome. As he's finishing, he starts to the ah thing. <sighs> and again, thinking of another movie. Like Hot you've Fuzz? Never, you've never fired your gun up in the air and gone, ah? I said it out loud to bleep. I said it out loud to bleep and bleep when we were watching. It's like, you never put your gun in the air and went, ah? That was more New Zealand, but Which he's doing, he's doing <laughs> point break, but same thing, right? Yeah. He does finish because he's when he, after he's done shooting, he shoots the last few rounds up into the air and he goes, ah, ah. Now he comes to Murdoch <laughs> with that big, beautiful fucking oh, he good came luck somewhere. charm of a knife. Yeah, and Murdoch uh, is trying to make excuses. He's like, uh, I, I didn't give the orders. I'm just taking. I take orders just like you take oh, orders. I don't have your money. Uh, uh, James got your money. Dude, he, <laughs> why are you Jimmy <laughs> Stewart? I take orders. I take orders. I can't uh, do I'm it not right the now. one that abandoned you. Uh, your president abandoned you. I got it. <clears throat> Merry Christmas, movie house. All right, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> you got to do a certain line. You need you know? a baseline. You need a baseline, Dad. No, don't fucking stab me. I don't know. Um, didn't he die right around here? When did Fievel Goes West come out? Uh, if I had to guess, and I do, I would say 91. So it was right after, because that was his final movie role, Jimmy Oh, Stewart. wow. He I didn't know the that. Sheriff Cat. Oh, I know. I know. No, Sheriff Dog. No, it was a cat. Wasn't it a cat? I think it was a dog. Maybe it was a dog. 91. 91? Ninety-one. Fuck. Yeah, that yeah. was his last movie role before he died, which is kind of depressing. I mean, the the uh, American Tale is a good movie, but like, that's yeah. For but Jimmy it's Stewart no, to it's, be his last movie. We yeah, talked he, about this off air before. He did but pass it's like, away in ninety-one. It's yeah. like Gene Hackman, man. You could have retired on Royal Tenenbaums, yeah. But just when you I mean, think the, you're out, the, Ray Romano pulls goes, you back in. Final Goes West is no welcome to Mooseport. For sure. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, you say, poor Jimmy Stewart. And I'm like, man, poor fucking Gene Hackman, yeah. who's still alive, by yeah. the way. He's not even dead yet. Well, John Candy passed away in uh, Wagons East. Yeah, I which we will probably have to do. don't mind that movie. I, I hate it. 
I never saw it. She made me watch it. Because like, of Cox. Movie is yeah. Crash. <laughs> oh, yeah. John C. McGinley playing a very effeminate dude. No, not for the first the or last time. Not for the first. What, what was the first? He, the, uh, maybe that was the first. The, he did another one. Uh, what was it? Uh, there's another one where he's playing a very gay, like, stereotype. Oh. Uh, I can't remember. But there's another movie where he plays a gay stereotype. Okay. I want to say it's an action movie. It doesn't matter. That's for another day. Talk about it on another dollar. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do our research by then, I promise. Nah. Uh, wink. Did you say wink? <laughs> I went wink. So mission accomplished or mission, mission accomplished. accomplished. Stabs the table right next to his head because he doesn't kill Americans. Yeah, right? no matter how much Only he hates them. Only kills people who don't speak English. Uh huh. Pretty much. Or have some sort of accent, maybe. You speak English, but it sounds funny. Well, yeah, he speaks English, but he doesn't speak English. He doesn't sound or, like you can't understand what he's saying, like when I talk. Yeah, he doesn't think you're good at me. <laughs> <laughs> what he said. He doesn't kill on American soil. Who is that? This is it, American huh? soil, though. Oh, he will in five. Oh, shh. Spoiler alert. So, right, because you said he's back in Bowie, he's Arizona. Been Bowie Arizona. Which, by the way, we our, drove by. On our way back through from Colorado, we drove by, like, through basically Bowie, Arizona, and I was like, oh, Rambo's house. So, what I didn't realize is how early they set this up. And number one, they say his nationality is, they. I'm going to quote it, they say it's German and Indian. Yeah. Which I'm assuming they mean Native American and not from Correct. India. Yeah. <laughs> Correct. Like just, it is 1984 it's not, yeah, or three or whatever. It's it was. not the Two, worst thing they could have said. One, zero, but in this off. one, when Victor Maitland gets some of his information, he's like, John Rambo, born. And he says his birthday. He's like, born in Bowie, Arizona. By the way, his like, birthday, oh, man. His birthday, July 6th, one year after he was actually born. Oh, so same birthday. So what? What year did it say he was born? Uh, they said forty-seven, I think, and, and he he's 46 born forty-six. In but apparently, in four or five, it becomes December fourth, like nineteen seventy or some shit. Yeah, like, that doesn't know, make sense. Nineteen fifty. Sorry, oh, not 19, like, but either your way, math like, does not add up. Why change his birthday? Like because it, they forgot in different directors. Uh, and this will be released just a couple days before his birthday. So yes. yeah, wait. That's, no, this one, this one, this will, will be, be released after. July eighth. The oh, first okay. one comes out July first. Oh, that's right. I yeah, forgot. Or came out July first. Sorry, guys. Spoiler alert: We're recording these ahead of a time. Little, <laughs> once you see the sausage made, all you want to do is make hey, sausage. You, you, could, you could get a good look at a butcher by shoving your head up his ass. But we'd rather take the bull's word for it. Got to be your head. It's got to be. It's got to be your ass. Or whatever he says. Yeah. Um. So he tells him you'll get a second medal of a Troutman's like, you're going to get a second medal of honor for this. Give it to them. They're the ones who really deserve it. And then the bad rehash of the speech from the first one, but with no emotion about like how the soldiers, you know, they need to feel like they're coming home and people need to stop fighting. I think we said it, but he, he's like, I just want, I want my country to love me as much as I yes. love it. Yes, that's what it is. And then Q, as he walks away, and there's a freeze frame, which there was a freeze frame at the end of the first one, but it's when he's walking through the crowd of the cops. Yeah, it's a better freeze frame, yeah, and maybe because of the song, and the song Frank Stallone. Uh, it's, peace in Our Life it's by Frank cheese. Stallone. Dude, it is awful. Frank it is Stallone graded is all good. over yeah. it. Um, I think Frank Stallone only has work because of Sylvester Stallone, because mm-hmm. he's got sounds, uh, songs all over Staying Alive. I think we talked about another episode, but he plays the bartender in Barfly. Uh, the Bukowski. One for my friends. One for me. Yeah. You're going to be one, you're going to buy one. <laughs> I'm going to be one. Shot for all my friends. There's also, I don't remember if it's a skit, a Chappelle skit or something, but it's everybody's brother. So you have Charlie Murphy, 
Frank Stallone. And uh, you got like some other people's brothers that I can't think about. And I think they're playing poker or something. Oh, I and don't know. That's I don't think that was a Chappelle show because I've, I've seen all those. And oh, I don't know. Maybe I, I blacked know. one out, but it doesn't sound familiar. <laughs> well, it could be from the third season. Uh, that doesn't count. I still count that. I don't. Okay. I don't know. Stop it was something I saw. Wasn't involved. Very I mean, true. I'm sure. I'm sure Neil Brennan was still helping write, which he does. He wrote everything with Dave Chappelle, but like Chappelle was oh, gone. So it yeah. could have been one of those true TV things. You know the re- oh, making fun of it though. Yeah, like well, I guess know. it's making fun of itself. <laughs> I would play poker with Charlie Murphy and Frank. Fuck yeah, well, you can't. Now. You have to say Charlie Murphy. Charlie Murphy. Charlie Murphy. Well, He's yeah, dead, he right? Rest in rest in pictures, Charlie. Oh, but I couldn't time travel. Yeah. Well, can you? Yeah. I just got to run 88 miles an hour. <laughs> oh, man. That's why I'll never do it. Uh, <laughs> so Possible. It's not for that's me. That's the end of the movie. Credits. Peace in our life, which is a great song, I guess, to end the movie about murder with. Um, this movie was the first movie. Like, this was the beginning of the like, wide release. This was the first movie released in over 2,000 theaters in the United States at once. And if I'm not wrong, made about 300 mil domestic. I, I didn't think. end up looking that up, so I could believe it though. I'm pretty sure the budget was up around 50. Uh, Surprisingly, which is, which it is, did really well in like Southeast Asia. Which you would shocking. Think, yeah, you would think they'd be like, you know, fuck you, man. But I think right? this is like, even though it is <laughs> Russians, this is like kind of the beginning of the the Russians and even Europeans loving American schlock. Yeah. You know, and he's, yes, he's given these little one-liners, but they're not like Arnold Schwarzenegger, cheesy. They're not Arnold doing fucking Mr. Freeze. This is Rambo saying things like, uh, what, what did you, you had one earlier. You wrote a couple down. Uh, well, where like, yeah, I don't remember anymore. The only way to win a war is to become war. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, there's, there's plenty tough of guy those. lines. Plenty of tough guy lines. Thank you. Uh, we'll give credit to Margie Denicky who did the Foley, because she was Whitney's favorite Foley artist of oh, any movie ever. fucking... She's using an actual bull whip for the. She was <laughs> actually just sitting in a studio going, boo, <laughs> boo. That's what bows sound like, right? Boo. <laughs> we don't have time to correct it. Just put it in the fucking movie. And I do have a fun fact. I, I told you earlier, Jack. No one will give a shit. But uh, movie, other movies that will be covered on here and have already been covered, were made by a man named Charles Band, who's had a company called Empire Pictures. Also, Empire Pictures, uh, Canon Films, uh, a bunch of the Canon is a like much schlock. more of a known. Yeah, well, Empire only lasted like three years before this. So this bank, Credit Lyonnais, who funded all of the uh, Dino De Laurentiis was another big one, who's the guy that did like Army of Darkness and the original Dune and all that stuff. Um, Credit Lyonnais also funded this. That's was that was their thing. They were like, let's give money to these people to make terrible movies, but they're also infamously corrupt. So that's yeah, <laughs> that's cool. And it all ties back to the show because Charles Charles Band made Laser Blast, which we all loved. There's like well, a tiny version. It. I didn't have to. <laughs> <laughs> There's like a tiny version of a shitty cabal on our show. Like, <laughs> it's this brotherhood that's not that great. <laughs> no. It's like uh, the Illuminati, but naughty spelled different. Oh yeah, oh, Brotherhood Barf. <laughs> I said that very weirdly. Oh, yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, so around the horn, I would I would recommend it. It's definitely not as good as the first one, obviously, but it's still fun to watch. And this is actually Stallone's when he was interviewed when four was coming out. Uh, he ranked this fourth. He said it was his least favorite because it was oh, like watching a cartoon. I'm like, we well, clearly didn't see four yet. Yeah, you haven't watched what you just did. <laughs> I think it's that so far. I've watched three of them. I've seen four before, but I, that was years ago. Yeah, I have watched three of these, and this is my second favorite so far. So I was down. I loved it. 
I, I mean, aside from you know the Foley work, but <laughs> the squ- one thing aside, <laughs> just the one. Um, no, I I was very entertained. I sat here. I didn't once pick up my phone. Yep. I was in it. It. I mean, yeah. I recommend. Um, I definitely recommend as well, and I think it might be a better movie than number one for a certain crowd. If because like, yeah. that one is you know a little more thoughtful, a little more uh, uh, pensive, and just dramatic. Well, this is a better Schlock. action movie. Yeah, like action, capital action movie. Mm-hmm. Number one is a better film. Yeah, that gets got heart behind it, and it's got a purpose, and it's got like meaning, and it meant something to somebody. This one. Is goes the boom. growth that came from it? It go boom. Yeah. I, so <laughs> that being said, yeah, I recommend it as well. Uh, just watch it. Have have fun. And to your point, like I at one point had to pause to go pee, <laughs> and like normally I'm like, oh, what's it gonna be left? Oh shit, fifty minutes already passed. Yeah. That went fast. It yeah. was it was lock stock and all kinds of action. If anybody out there uses, I've mentioned it before, but if anybody out there uses the app Letterbox to follow me at Durka five two zero, I will have my rankings of these going up as a list. Because you can do lists and rankings and everything. Oh, nice! So I have the, I'll have all the Rambo movies on there. Uh, I just won't be putting it out until I'm done. But you can see what I have to say on there, which is very similar to what I had to say on here. So you know, read that. <laughs> <laughs> read it instead of listening. So next week will be Rambo three, or if you look at the Blu-ray, I have Rambo colon First Blood Part three. I think it's just Rambo three on the film itself. It says Rambo three. Yeah. The title is Rambo 3. Yeah, they dropped that first blood. They needed to because there's no more first blood. Well, the first blood can Can't always call be middle drawn. blood. You know, somebody can always draw first blood, but I think in this case, I think they took it out because he definitely is the one drawing first blood. <laughs> I mean, he's getting involved in someone else's war, but like, you know, America. So that's it for this week. Um, don't forget to check out Evasion. You know, they give us our music. Uh, find them on Spotify and Bandcamp and Instagram and all that stuff. Go down to the moon on 4th and uh, just give Patch money and don't tell him why. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We got fun things happening down at the brewery. If you go to Harbottle Brewing, you can sign up to enter in our Texas Hold'em Tournament. It'll be on Sunday, July 30th. It is a $50 buy-in and it does have to be cash because the bar has nothing to do with the money. Nothing to do with the money. We aren't taking any of it. Um, It's first place and second place winners. Only 15 seats. So the sooner you sign up, the sooner you have an assign, like you get your seat. And always dollar off your first pint. And watch Rounders before you play. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Maybe I'll have it on the TV. I just watched that for the first time the other day, but I was drinking and talking the whole time. But it still seems entertaining. I will splash the pot whenever the hell I want. I never watched it. I'll have the Maverick on one and Rounders on the other one. (laughs) I never watched it because Blonde Matt Damon bothered me. Yeah, but Ed I just Norton, saw the cover and I was like, nah. Ed Norton shouldn't bother you. John Malkovich, <laughs> was it Teddy KGB? KGB. Yeah, boy. Yeah, he, was good. I, I, he was good in that. That's oh, one of the boy. only parts I really paid attention was when he was I this big. love me some Malkovich. Oh, who doesn't oh, love Johnny Malk? Love him. That's it for this week. Tune in next week. Um, tune in last week. Keep tuning in. <laughs> Make sure yeah. to tell your friends to listen. You know, force them to listen. Just keep sending them links until they click it. Just if you don't spam have them. friends, make friends and then tell them to listen. Yeah, if you don't have friends, just, you know, Go up to random people and tell them to listen. Yeah. If you want stickers, go into Arizona Beer House. Go see Derek or Jack. They got stickers for or, you. Or send me an email, and I'll I'll fucking mail you a sticker if you send me an email. There you go. <laughs> I'll mail you 10 stickers. Ooh. So, that's it for this week. I have been Derek. I have been Whitney. I'm Jack. Good night. And, and go, go fuck, fuck yourself. yourself.
Dude, it's like the fucking Aqua Teen Hunger Force neighbor. Fucking Carl. Willy will, Willy 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 will. I have a talented mouth. What can I say? Who wrote Moon Rules number one on my car with rocks? 